They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode, another week of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? I, I've noticed now it's time for me to get new glasses, because if I put them on or off, there's still a blurry area somewhere in the vision. What do you, what do you, is, is your, your fingers on the, on the thing? Like, what's, what's happening? No, no, I think it's just it's just a distance thing now. I got to get them readjusted. See, I, I'm 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 blessed. I don't I don't have to wear glasses as of yet. So yeah, you will eventually. Sure, eventually. Let's try with. What, see what happens. What's, what's happening with my? There we go. There we go. How you doing, chat? Welcome back to episode 343, Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. On today's show, uh, if you guys have been watching me every single day of the week, you know what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about a lot of Hogwarts Legacy uh, that's on today's show. We're going to be talking about what we've been playing. We're going to talk about Hogwarts Legacy. We're going to be talking about uh, what's coming to Game Pass, what's coming to Cloud Gaming. We're going to talk about Cloud Gaming or Cloud Services. We're talking about Disney Plus a little bit. We're going to be talking about uh, Nintendo just came out with announced uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of Kingdom. We'll talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, AMC could be changing, making movie tickets prices a little bit more expensive than than normal. We'll talk about that a little bit. Would be interesting because I want I want to talk about that because how it's going to work. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal could harm gamers, says the UK. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, Apple. With their, with their service. We're going to talk about Bobby Kodak and Activision Blizzard, what he said to the EU. Uh, we're also going to talk about Take-Two CEO comments about the live service type of stuff. We're going to talk about Ubisoft Plus, what they're doing with Game Pass, or potentially what they're doing with Game Pass. Uh, we're going to talk about Assassin's Creed. It did something that no other person or game has ever done before in history, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about games that could or could not be coming out for 2023. All of them. We're going to be talking about Dragon Age Dreadwolf a little bit. We're going to be talking about the day before or the day never never before. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Gears of War 6 a little bit. We're going to be talking about games that are just not making anymore. Live service out the door. Vogoda is visiting us today. He's going to, he's going to make a lot of visits today. Uh, what else? Oh, and Division. We're going to be talking about Division 2. A brief moment when Sarge talks about uh, what we've been playing or not playing. So, uh, other than that, if you'd like to listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and anywhere else where podcasts are happening, I am loading up every single day up until February 19th. There's an episode dropping every single day. So, this episode will drop on February 20th, okay, because I'm dropping one episode a day up until we hit. 343 again for the audio version so if you missed any past broadcast and you want to listen to the audio formats it helps us out there uh because you know more people listen to us in audio format than they do watch us on the actual 
you know, thousands of people listen to us on the audio versions of the podcast. And I had in the, people, in the, in the Philippines, right? Uh, Malaysia. It was Malaysia. Malaysia. Yeah, Malaysia. Yeah. Uh, but there was people writing to me saying, are you done with the show? And then I recently had people ask me about the show on our other channel, the main channel. They're like, because they stop at like 337 and they're like, so you guys don't do any more podcasts? And I was like, I was like, yeah, we've, we've been doing it. And so I made sure I made a post earlier today to let people know that this is live right now, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern over here on 30 NSG. I knew I had a face only a mother could love and all the audio listening is proving it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't see chat. I, I, I can like see chat the, now. One of my one of my favorite guys to listen to is the Better Bachelor. Uh, his name is Joker, and his tagline when he opens up the episode, he always says, uh, "A voice for radio, uh, a face for a radio, face for face radio. For, a, fa a face for radio, and a voice for print." Yeah, <laughs> is is yeah. is what he says. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Krebsy, no, I didn't get a new camera yet. Uh, I don't know why it looks sharper in any way, shape, or form. Don't touch your TV. Yeah. Don't touch don't, it. Don't don't, don't, don't touch, touch nothing. So uh, let's. Uh, Your let's... cable company's giving you full data. Don't touch nothing. <laughs> don't adjust nothing. I love it when that happens. When they accidentally they accidentally give you more data than you need. I have that happening right now, Sarge. Don't right, touch anything right now. Don't I'm not complaining. It. I'm not doing anything. I'm getting way more than I'm supposed to, I, and I'm okay. With I'm, that. I'm actually looking at you in a in a five by five inch screen on my monitor. Just so I don't use enough, just so I don't use any extra for my, for my poor video card. Yeah, I want to make sure my. Yeah. I, I I'll yeah. let you know, Sarge. I reached out to an undisclosed computer company. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to. I'm not mentioning names. I'm not yeah. mentioning any names. I, and they I, said, for for God's sakes, get him a computer. No, no. I reached out to someone and I said, would you like us to advertise for you in in return to get one PC? Is what I said, and I would give you that PC. Or I would take that PC and give you my PC, regardless, one of the two. Okay. And I, if I get that, I'll, I'll be golden because then they will be a sponsor and then we'd be a, like an affiliate type of thing. Right. But so I'm yeah, waiting. So what is, it? Is, it, is it Big Mac's house of PC? <laughs> is that what it is? Is it, is Chuck's, it just some Chuck's junk and trunk <laughs> PC building? You know? He builds them out yeah. of his trunk. Yeah. Yeah. Viking parts. <laughs> like it's going to be one of those kind of things. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's gonna be something strange. No, it's, it's, it's not strange. It's a it's a it's a reputable it's a reputable uh, uh, company. They're, they're, bro, they're all reputable. No, no, it's reputable. It's been it's been yeah. around for for quite some time. So, uh -huh. all right, yeah. But I reached out to multiple, but we'll see. I, I doubt any of them will, will do it because our channel's so small. So, uh, well, you know, do, ask them for the laptop version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we? <laughs> Can you give us just a, a tablet? Can you give us a tablet? Yeah. We're a small show, smaller, more smaller appliance. It's all it's all relative. Sarge, I couldn't get you a PC, but I did get you a toaster oven with a thermal control for two separate pieces of toast. That's right. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. So let's get to uh, what we've been playing. All right, Sarge. Another week down. You had seven days to play something. What did you play? It's amazing how fast the week goes. All right. So I tried to play Division Two. And right. I, I tried. 
and apparently, but they're idiots. Unbeknownst to me, I'm not. I'm not saying they're idiots. Oh no, I just think it, I'm saying that they're idiots. I just think it's funny that something like that would actually start up after the game's been out for this long. So I don't know. I don't know all. I don't know the facts. I know just from people screaming on the internet. Well, let me tell you real that's, fast. That's all I know. Right. Let me tell you why why it's delayed. So last week they delayed season eleven. Yep. So they can implement this patch. Yeah. Okay. And all the all the patch was for people to have their own language on the screen. Right. So here's, here's here's what happened. Okay. Yeah. So last week it says we shared news and the season would be delayed due to localization issues. This past Saturday, in the process of creating the update, which would resolve the issue, we encountered an error that brought down the built generation system for Division Two. As a result, we cannot update the game until the system has been rebuilt. Okay. So Pretty in the in the past, when seasons were delayed, we extended the previous season, right? But they can't do that because they don't even have access to their own game right now. Yeah. So they, they have to build the whole system again. They bungeed themselves. So they could get in so they could actually make patches. So yeah. somebody was hired and someone hit the wrong key. That, that guy's right. probably not hired. Any, or, so or it, it, well, it's it's basically a, a, a gift because what ended up happening now is because I couldn't play Division 2. I went and I loaded up ESO and I loaded up High Isle because it's been out for like months now, right? That's that and game I, that you couldn't and, remember and you told me I should play it. No, no. ESO. ESO oh, is the oh, game. High Isle. Oh, never mind. Yeah, High Isle is just, I I just the next chapter. Yeah. So so I loaded up and, and I, even though if you've been playing this game for a while, even though people can say that it's just the same, it's another chapter, but if you're if you're into the world of 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 Elder Scrolls, if you're into that universe, I always found that I never liked playing it day one, and for this reason, because everyone's doing the same thing, and so all you see is people running around in the same places that you're running. Right. So when they send you on a quest, it's like there's five guys in the room, and it's supposed to be like this this after boss battle thing that happened, and it's like it, it's it it doesn't it doesn't engross me, right? So now that I I'm playing. I'm starting it now. It's probably like six months old, seven months old, right? And so basically the the area that I'm in is nice and quiet, right? There's not a bunch of people running around. I can find all the resources that I need, right? I'm listening to the story. And he, and here's the here's the the plus and the minus for this game. The dialogue is incredible, right? Yeah. And if you have no patience, you can just keep pressing the button and just run around and collect stuff and play the game and just run and collect stuff and be done with it. Or you can actually sit down and listen to everything the actual DLC that you bought has to say, right? You go through the stories, who's attached to who, who backstabs who. It's like, so if you're paying attention, all these chapters added together and together make for a one hell of a story. Would you, would right? you say there's too much dialogue, Sarge? Um, for for certain, for That's, a certain it's a joke, it's a joke. For a certain person, yeah, probably there might be too much dialogue. But I love that universe, and so I'm completely okay existing in it and exploring and looking around. Right? I have to say, out of all the out of all the DLCs that I, I purchased for ESO, I I bring gifted this one to me, uh, brainchild in chat. Uh, the land is, I, I like just the way it's drawn, like the way it looks. Like they have these huge fields with sunflowers in them, nice white mountains. Like they did a really nice job. It's, it's got a more of a, a shanty type of thing, a lot of pirate ships and uh, 
uh, lots to do with coral and uh, some of the monsters all to do with coral and undersea animals and things like that. Right. So it's it's been a blast to play. I haven't I, I've been playing it enough for like three days. I haven't come to the end of the chapter yet, uh, but I did find two more con two more companions on the island. So I just now put one of them on there. I spent an entire day, and and here's the here's the long part for those of you who don't <laughs> game who who don't play MMOs, right? I didn't realize how many guild traders there were. Like I thought there were certain towns that had guild traders that the guilds would buy. They spent they spent a million dollars or so to buy this dude, and he sells gear for you for like a month or like a week. I forget what the what the time frame is, but point being is that every major town has got guild traders. So I spent practically an entire day, like six hours, going to every guild trader and looking up companion gear, right? Because it's been a long time now, right? Because everybody had their companions leveled. Right. And so these new guys came out. So unless you've been hoarding companion gear, right, you have to go back and find more companion gear. So I started looking around, and let me tell you, boy, waiting six months is a blessing, right? There is so much companion gear on the list on the market. On, yeah, it's insanity, right? I haven't, I, I didn't find a tippy top ones because I know they're rare drops, but I got a nice, beautiful set for my companion, locked and loaded, right? And now she's just running amok. She just runs up and just start. And then, of course, for those of you who play ESO, I started doing the dolmen runs again because. I've been hoarding uh, 150 boost XP scrolls what, for like the, six months. What's the Dolman run? The is Dolman that, run is in the, the desert, the, bro. In oh, the this, desert, when that, you in the, the the well, you can do it. You can do this in any level, this in the, any world. The, this is that where you where you do in the, the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. just following. You're just following the crowd of people, right? There's this giant pile it's of people run. running around. Yeah, the, the run. Yeah. The, the great. So I'm trying the to. I'm trying chase. to level. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what it is. And so I'm basically leveling up my companion and enjoying the story of that game, like. I, I give it to them, the narration, the way they tell the story, all the interactions with the different characters and how they, they keep running into each other at different points. It's just a really done, it's done well. I, and of course, I can say in two seconds, like somebody else would, you could say, oh, just the same shit in a different world. Right. Yeah, right. that's true. That's true. But everybody who's been going on for six years plus been doing the same thing anyway. So we all know who you are. We know what games are in that same category. Yeah, but you, so that, that's like saying reading a book going, well, book's the same. It's got words on the page. It's just more pages, right? Like that's like if you if you break everything down to its simplest form, yeah, that's that's what it is, right? It's just, I just more I, I, of the same stuff. But yeah. if you like that stuff, it's it's more content, right? It's the would you say that ESO, even though people hate ESO because they want the next Elder Elder Scrolls game, and they and well, ESO that's not really is, the reason. I but know, but that's what they what they say, right? Yeah. But wouldn't you say that is what people are looking for—a game that's just app month after month, year after year, just keeps giving more content, more questing, more gear, more dungeons. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's a live service game that people want there's, to play. Yeah, there's there's so many dungeons. Right, and it, it's gotten to the point now where I actually have to look some stuff up online because when I go into some of these dungeons, I forget the battles. Right, there's so many guys, there's so many bosses with different attack patterns have, that you have to remember who's who. And so if have, you don't play for a while, have you ever played you the PvP? Lost. Have you ever played PvP in ESO? Yeah, I've got about I think maybe like a hundred thousand points. For I have side. nothing. I've never played yeah. PvP in ESO ever. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't play. I don't play as an attacker. I play a support role. 
uh, because I, I, I don't, I haven't played long enough to figure out the combos that you need on a PVP build to be competitive. So I, I'm more of a, so, uh, I, so what I basically find is I find the guys who are spec'd out for like to, to hunt down and kill the best of the best. And I follow them around and I buff them. That's basically what I do. Right. <clears throat> right. So as soon as they start seeing me buffed, I get targeted because I'm the healer support guy. But I like to follow them around and see how they how they play, what, what spells they're using and whatnot. I, I don't like like I said, I don't have the time to put it all in again. I know. That's why I play the story and I move on. Yeah, that, that, that's they're, exactly they're why really I like good. They're really good at it. Like the I I'll tell you this for, for a good two and a half, maybe like three hours, the series of quests that I played made me feel like it was Goonies. Like I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm watching, I'm playing the thing. I'm going, man, this is like, this is familiar, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And then as soon as I saw the pirate boat in the or the ghost pirate boat, I'm like, Goonies. These guys definitely did Goonies. There was even a part in the game where I was in a cavern, and on one side of the cavern was an opening, and there's a ghost ship, and it starts slowly going out. The, I'm like, this is hundred percent Goonie, right? Like hundred percent Goonie. I, I have a question. So the companions, I played with the companion myself when they first brought them into the game over a year ago. Would you say jumping back in when you don't have someone to play with and you're just running solo, does the companion make that world feel a little bit more less lonely? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it is it actually do something or is it just a character that's just more time to spend doing something or does it actually feel good? Well, it it, it allows you it basically allows you to test out builds by yourself. So if I want to test it out, if I want to test out a new like damage dealing build, then I'll spec out the companion as a healer. And so I don't have to worry oh, about healing, right? Okay. And so they're and they're actually pretty good. If you spec them out correctly, they're actually they work really well. Uh, but you can make just like yourself, you can make anybody any anything, just they have different benefits based on the class that they are, right? So like the one guy is a, a Templar, so you, you want to build him up to be a healer. He's got the different, he's got the different bonuses to be healer. But it gives you the options, right? And so I, I, I enjoy the game, the way it is now. The campaigns right. just made like an entire separate thing to worry about. Like, if you if you were worried, if you've been playing the game for six years, you've been worried about you the entire time. Now you have to worry about finding gear for your guy. Right. Like, and it just it created this entire different market. People are starting to farm other things because the way the game was the way the game was built is a companion piece of gear can drop from any boss, right? A low percentage chance of anywhere, but a higher percentage chance of any boss. So then people were just going, well, the most bosses I can kill is the Dolmens. So I'll do the Dolmen run, and I'll see how many companion gears I can get. Like that type of thing. You, it's the, you, you, you're going to do the most efficient way possible. Real, real quick, uh, Akuta Papa from chat uh, says, nice. ESO is so big, but it's always hard to get into because of its depth. Right? And I feel like that's a, that's a, there a, is, a turnoff for levels. a lot of people, right? Well, I, well, I had that with a couple of games. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, look, just look at it this way. There's different groups of people who are playing the game for different reasons, right? The people who are actually into the min-maxing and into the gear stuff, they learn what it takes to get those pieces and it gives them something to do, especially if you're six years in and you're bored, right? You're trying to do other things. And the just like the pyramid we talked about before, the more intricate and higher the path of the gear, the more narrow the, the the more narrow the space becomes of where you're going to get that gear, right? Like, but during the last patch, uh, a couple patches ago, they opened up all the armor 
that you can make all the armor from anywhere now. Instead of it being specific to specific zones, now anybody can build anything. I also like the transmog system in that game as well. The transmog system in that game is, is good as well because you can put whatever gear you want on you for there power, is... and then you can make it look like anything you want. Well, that's that's right. You can look the way you want, yeah. but have the gear on that you want a bit. Correct. Perfect. I, right. It's a it's a good yeah. system. Yeah. Well, the, the the argument on Reddit and all the all the online chatter now is the fact that they they're, they're trying to revamp the combat system, and I think it's because of of the stacking of the gear and bonuses is making it it's it's diluting the combat values and so, so people so, are complaining about it are they complaining because of the pvp aspect or are they complaining of it's it? it's across the board it's okay. across the board of what, what your gear does to the to the numbers and so i think this is a dangerous time my opinion my opinion this is a dangerous time because everyone likes the game you got a bunch of people still playing it and we all know what happens if you mess around with the combat system to a game that has a good following, right? There are games in the past where you messed around with the combat system and you basically killed the game. So I'm curious to know what they're thinking about doing, right? I know a couple patches have already gone in and it started it started pulling the, um, the bonuses from highest attribute, not just the attribute that you, you had on. Like if I was specked out as magic, but I had stamina as well, some of my stamina points weren't getting as buffed as my magic, right? And so what the game started doing now after the few patches was it's taking the highest value, period. So even though I'm using stamina-based uh, spells mm -hmm. or uh, moves, it's taking the highest number. So if I'm specked out highest in magic, it's adding the magic bonuses to my stamina casting. So you're not... you're. So people aren't getting cheated on uh, min-maxing their character in attributes, basically. So this is what's going on currently. We're going to see how much how, how much they're really going to change the rest of the combat system. But the, I, I I've seen some I've seen some strange strange things the, happening in, in the, the player base. The player base is actually pretty pretty healthy. It's uh, it's yeah. daily, daily between two hundred thousand four hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. there well, apparently well, there's twenty one million and this is PC players. 21 million right. people play on right. PC total. Yep. Like or or it's the number ninth MMO overall. Daily players it says 208,000, but it goes up to 400,000 uh, at certain times. And the yep. 5 year the 5 year uh I mean it looks it's it's constantly it's at a low point right now. It hit its high point back in 2021 when we were all stuck in our houses obviously. It went up to 1 million just 1 year ago. 1 million uh, so it's pretty crazy, pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a, I look, I, I've always liked ESO, but the problem with ESO is that time. And we'll talk about time throughout this whole show, right? Time is time, time. and you can't get more time. So you have to choose, pick and choose what game you want to play. And then you dive into that. And if you're playing ESO and you're playing it nonstop, or you're diving into that game, regardless if it's an MMO or a single player game, if you spend 10 hours, 50 hours, 100 hours, 1,000 hours, that's that's time that you're in one and not playing other things. So any, any other thing you're playing, Sarge? Uh, no, that's been it for the last week. Yeah. Well, I played a couple of little little tiny stuff, but nothing worth talking about. <clears throat> but uh, I know I'm, I'm going to take a nap now because you're about to go into Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy. <laughs> I've only, so, I've only played gonna, Hogwarts. You can ask questions, Sarge. You can ask I'm questions. Not gonna, no, I'm, I'm going to take my little nap now. You can go ahead and you <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to lay back in the chair. 
All right, you talk about Hogwarts, and I'll chime in Okay, when you get to something interesting. So I have been playing Hogwarts Legacy, okay? I got in early because I, I just got back, Sarge, from New Zealand, okay? So I, I started playing on Monday, okay? And if I'll be honest with you. It feels like 15 days. I, I feel like I've been playing this game for two weeks, okay? I've, I've put so much time into this game, and yet I feel like I've, I've done absolutely nothing this entire time, okay? And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So... I am not let me let me put this out there. I am not a Harry Potter fan. I, I enjoyed the movies. I'm a film guy, right? I, I worked in the film industry. I, I appreciate what the movies did. I, I I love that aspect of it. I never read the books. I know nothing about the Harry Potter books besides my wife read them and she told me stuff about them, but I've never never read the books. I am one hundred percent a fan of Hogwarts Legacy. Okay. You're addicted. You're addicted. I am addicted, 100. I, I I can admit that and say that, right? This is the same thing that happened when Destiny first started. Did the same thing. Well, no, this is the exact same thing. The last game that I did this to, where I was addicted to it, where I just couldn't stop playing, was Red Dead Redemption Two. Okay, and the game before that, minus Destiny, when I played that game. Okay, so Destiny was between that, was Mass Effect Two. Like I couldn't put Mass Effect Two down. I just loved it, but. Red Dead is is the best description I can put on to what Hogwarts is. I love just going around the open world. I love doing the hunting in Red Dead. I love doing the little side missions and going to find uh, the little chests and quests and different things, the Easter eggs. I loved all of that. Hogwarts Legacy is exactly that. They've taken, and I, I've always said this, I said this with Destiny. I said, if you take Destiny and you put the skin on of Star Wars, if you put the the skin of Marvels, if you put the skin on of Transformers, which we're getting those games some down, down the road, I was like, I will play those games more than I play Destiny just because I'm interested in that IP. I'm interested in this IP of Harry Potter and Hogwarts Legacy. Let me tell you, man, they've done a phenomenal job. And this game is getting crapped on from one side because those people have their opinions or whatnot, but they're not telling you what this game is there's people that just hate it because of what someone said it has nothing to do with the game and then you have you have reviewers talking about the game and they're bringing up politics and other things and they're not even reviewing the game right they're reviewing the game based on what's happening with the politics and everything else which is just stupid just talk about the game and what the game is okay here's a small little thing there's like these merlin tasks that you have to do okay and everything in this game is unlocked by doing stuff in the game okay so if you want more storage in your inventory, you have to do these Merlin events, okay? There's like six or seven different types of Merlin events, okay? So the Merlin event is basically you, you put some uh, mellow seeds or leaves on top of this circle that you find out in the world, okay? Now, you can do this two ways. You can do the Revelioto, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, I'm butchering names here, people. Revelio. You, you've been casting yeah. spell for four days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's Revealio. Revealio. Jesus. Okay. Christmas, bro. You could use that all day long and find stuff. But if you don't use this stuff and you just out in the out in nature, you'll come up across certain things. You'll see like this glowing. You'll see the stuff. You walk up to it. You sprinkle this these leaves on it, and then all of a sudden you have to figure out a puzzle. And this little thing, there's like seven different versions or eight different versions of this puzzle. There's you got to roll a ball down into this like little uh, like hole. There's these uh, pillars that you have to like blow up. There's these rocks you have to knock down. There's these butterflies you have to get. There's these. Are you, are you sure this is Merlin quests, Merlin and not quest. like labor quests? No, it's Merlin quests. So what you need to do yeah. this for is you. There's these challenges that you have to do, 
to unlock. So if you do like six and then you do like 10 and then you do like 13 and then you do whatever, you unlock four more slots, six more slots, eight more slots, whatever you in your in your things. Right now I have I think 32 or whatever it is, okay? Like that would be mon- mundane and monotonous if it was the same thing over and over. Like if I had to put the same ball in the hole at every one of these things, you'd be like, "Oh, one of these things." But there's like seven or eight of these things. And when you're doing this, you can play the game how you want, but if you're just doing this, going across the thing, it'll get mundane. But if you just let it happen of a natural flow, right? Like you walk somewhere, all of a sudden you see this. Oh, like there's peeing, some... like peeing after fifty. Yeah, just let it happen, right? You just you just see the spiders and you you kill the spiders, and all of a sudden you see a dungeon. You walk into the dungeon, then from that dungeon, so on and so forth. This game does a really good thing, and it's because they've captured, at least in my opinion, they've captured what it's like to be a student at Hogwarts. Okay, I am forty two hours into this game. Okay, since Monday, 42 hours. Okay, and I just found another room this morning in the Hogwarts castle that I didn't come across before. Okay, I passed this one wall, it's got to be a thousand times, not an exaggeration, literally just a thousand times by passing this wall. Okay, and all of a sudden, I went, went down the staircase and I happened to look to my right and I saw like this opening, like these pillars. And I, I, it was like a hallway there. And I ran back and I looked at the wall. And I'm like, there's a wall here. And there's this big, huge picture on, on the wall. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing Revealio, Revealio, Revealio. Nothing's showing up. It doesn't, sh- it doesn't show me that there's something here that I can go through or interact with. So I walk up to the wall. And all of a sudden, the shield kicks open. And I'm like, get the hell out of it. Like, the shield on the rug on the wall is the door. And I open up into this in this other room, and I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me, right?" There's so many chests and documents and keys and uh, quests and main story and things. H- Hogwarts alone is a, is a separate game. Okay, you could have just sold Hogwarts separately as a thirty dollar game, and people would be losing their shit, right? They'd be like, "This is amazing! It is absolutely stunning the amount of detail and stuff they put into this the, the castle." But from from watching you and other streamers, I think that the reason why there's so many of those things to collect and, and, and look around is because that gives you the opening to actually explore the world and look at the work that was done by the devs. Right. That's the only reason why you put in collectibles and you put them in every part of the every part of the map. It's because you want people to actually go down the dark hallway and look around. Right. Right. Otherwise, just like any other normal game, if you're a normal dude, you don't care. You just run past all the walls. Like there could be a, there could be an actual demon pointing fingers at, at, a, at a sign right. that they says you they wouldn't never, know you'll never see it. Right. And no one will ever see it because you keep running past the hallway six times. You don't care. Right. But that's why it's there. Right. I think I, I don't remember what game did that first. But it, it it all leads to the same thing. It makes you explore the map. So so here's here's the thing that I've read a couple of reviews. Now, since I've been playing this game, I haven't watched any reviews. I haven't read any reviews. Okay. I've been no life in this game. Okay. So much so, like I didn't know any news stories were happening. People submitted news stories this week, Sarge, for the show. I didn't read any of them until today. Okay. It gets it gets it gets glazed over. In three reviews that I I I read, I'm not going to bring up the the, the the titles or anything, but 
they go, they go, well, the story has holes in it. It doesn't make sense. And I'm like, um, the story doesn't have holes in it from what I've done so far, because if you just do the main storyline, I could see that. Sure. There's, there's flaws there, but if you do the main quest and then fill in the gap with the side quests and the side things, like some reviewers, you could tell just played through the main campaign just to get the review out and put it out there. They didn't bring up any of the side puzzles. They didn't bring up any of the other thing. Like the game just keeps getting more stuff to do. The room of requirements alone. Okay has opened up multiple times for me. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is crazy. This is, that's a separate game itself, right? It's like Animal Crossing in, in Hogwarts. And then Hogwarts itself, the castle is like its own thing. And then the exploring of the world is it's, its own thing. They made a game here, and they sold a game. And what's been glossed over this entire time, because we live in this day and age where everything is sold to you in microtransaction and battle passes and season passes and, uh, and, and microtransaction stores, is that... This game is an old school game. Like everything in the game, all the cosmetics, all the stuff that's in the game is doing stuff in the game. You go in a dungeon, find a piece of outfit. The outfit has a piece of gear on it. It might be good. It might be bad, but you you found it. It was a reward at the end of that small dungeon or the bigger dungeon. Uh, and then you find this and you can equip it or get rid of it or whatever. Everything. The transmog system that we were just talking about in ESO, they have in this game where you put the highest number of gear that you want on with the talents and upgrade whatever you want. And then you could transmog everything in the game to make your character look awesome or look like a drunk or look like wh whatever you want, okay? And it's amazing to me that no one said, and not one review talked about how you can earn everything in the game, right? Nobody. They're just like, yeah, there's really nothing to get. There's just cosmetic stuff that you can get. But the cosmetics is the game. It's always been the game in the, in the past, up until, up until we got uh, horse armor and then everything changed where... Now, people are like, cosmetics are not content, okay? But yet they sell you as microtransactions, and you have to get the battle pass, and you have to get this thing, the coolest thing. The only thing they sold was the pre-order pre stuff, and you got the Dark Arts skin pack and stuff. Everything else is in the game. Everything else is in the game. And I love it. I love just going down and going, oh, cool, I found a, a piece, right? But this is the mentality of, I watched the reviewer, and the reviewer's like, well, not even a reviewer. It was a uh, a tip a tip video, and they're like, well, guys, if you don't like if you don't like waiting for your gear, you can just open the chest, and if you don't like what you get, just reload the checkpoint and then open the chest again, right? And do the same thing over and over until you get the piece that you want. And I'm like, that's sure play the game how you want, but that's not how this game's supposed to be played. Because those people that do that are gonna be like, yeah, the game's kind of boring. It's just kind of whatever, right? I've I've seen reviewers say there's too much dialogue in an RPG game. It's too much dialogue, Sarge. In the in, a, in an RPG game, it's too much dialogue. And I'm like, why would you play an RPG game with dialogue and say there's too much dialogue? I love it. I I absolutely love. But then again, I love I love story. I love the characters. Sure. Does it get a little long winded sometimes, or sometimes it's like a pointless thing? In the in the smaller glimpse, sure, it's pointless. But in the bigger scheme but, of things, but if but if you like Harry Potter. You're hanging on oh, every word. You're interested in learning the meeting the characters. Yeah. That's how it works. If, can you can you press skip? I'm sure you, you can. can press skip. Right? Yeah. Just keep pressing yeah, skip and keep running skip around. And press around, right? And just go to the next thing. Don't look at anything. Just go from point A to point B. Grab B to C, C to D. Finish the campaign in ten hours and be like, well, it was okay, right? If that's what you want to play. If you want an experience, if you are a Harry Potter fan, right? 
just a Harry Potter fan. There's no you're, way you don't like this game. You're you're a winner. Yeah. If, if you're a, there's, there's if you're no a Harry way, Potter fan, you're a winner. If you are a Harry Potter fan and you like Hogwarts, there's no way that you don't like this game. It is it is a wet dream for Harry Potter fans. There is so much lore, so much things to do and see. The, the, the amusement park, the amusement park of Harry Potter. They did a great job. It's 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 such a it's such a good game for that. Now again. I'm not a Harry Potter fan. I'm a gamer. I like games like this. And I have to say, they've done a phenomenal job. The music, fantastic music. You get on that mount, and you start flying around. They start playing this epic music, and you're like, oh, you feel like you're at a at an amusement park. You know, when you go on one of the rides, and they, you know, and you're like, you're like wow, this, this feels good, man. It feels like you're part of the thing. And they have this good balance to being a student, going to class. They do this, like, 80s model uh 80s montage of like what you do in class and then the teacher's like okay now we're gonna learn the spell and then you do the spell and then you have to go on a thing to they do it just perfect we're not sitting in class and you gotta like study uh, and whatnot okay i even came across a character 40 hours into the game i went to the library which i've been to multiple times and she wasn't there before i never saw her before and all of a sudden she was there this one time i need to get this book and she started quizzing me. She gave me four questions of quizzes. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know any of this. I was like, you don't know any of it, do you? I was like, I did. I knew two of them just because I, I listened to the stuff that certain people said. But it's like lore inside the movies and, and stuff, right? That's only like, what is uh, Hagrid's uh, cat's name? And, they, you know, and you're like, I've, I have no idea, right? It's multiple choice. You could pick. And, and if you're wrong, she says you're wrong. But then she tells you what it is. She gives you like the lore behind it and stuff. And I'm like, this right here. Attention to detail. Attention to detail. Right, because if someone's a Hogwarts or a Harry Potter fan and they find her, they can sit there and just keep asking questions and see if they know the answers, right? Yep. And I know someone that doesn't care about that stuff will just be like, this is stupid. But It's some... not stupid to them. Exactly. If, if someone's a Harry Potter fan, they're like, oh, this is so good. They could, they would just sit there and just keep asking questions and, and picking if they and know then, the answers. And, and then go on the Reddit and say, she only asked 25 questions and then she starts repeating. Right. 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 You, you know, that was coming. Like, you're like, I can't believe it's only 25 questions. And then you say to yourself, yeah, that's a good game. If you got people complaining about there wasn't enough questions in a, in an NPC's quiz game, you yeah. know, you got a good game. I, I like the dialogue. I like the, the animations, the music, the combat, Sarge. The combat, I know someone's going to say, well, it's repetitive and it's 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 not inspired. Or it, 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 it depends on what spells you pick, doesn't I, it? I think the combat is, is it's just Consider, as, considering what you're dealing with. I'm let's, gonna, factor, let's factor that all in. I'm considering gonna, what no, you're no, dealing with. I'm going I'm to say this and I'm, I'll probably get flack for it. It's just as good as Spider-Man with the fighting in Spider-Man, but you're with a magic wand spell instead. Instead of punching with your fists, you're hitting with the magical spells and the wands and the combinations that you can do. So is it eight? Do you have eight combos? Is you have four, four buttons and four buttons? You have 16. It's just, it's oh, just, it's, okay. it's just your right trigger and then A, B, Y, X. Okay. Okay. And then you have L, B, R, B for your, your special attack. Okay. Okay. Uh, your meter goes up and I have three, three, three attacks that are, that are big. And then you have the four. The only way it's clunky is if you don't realize how to, because you have to hold right trigger and then up, up, left, or up, right, or down, or or left. You move the D-pad. So it has to, it, so it has to be quick. Yeah, you have to, like, so if you have four, let's say, fire spells, and someone's got a yellow thing, if you don't have a yellow on your thing, you have to move over to the, the next one over, use the yellow, do the cast. But 
when you're overwhelmed by a bunch of people, you can there's a way with your talents and combos that you can do damage to multiple people. Yes, at but the same you time. but you you are a veteran gamer. Yeah. Now picture yourself as a younger person with not so much a good hand eye control. Is that combat system gonna be challenging at first? Well, I'm playing on normal. I didn't I just, ask you that. You're you're well versed. You know what it means to reach and do. Oh, well, people what say, I'm saying, what I'm saying to you is, if someone who's never played or held an L L Xbox controller before and now is playing Hogwarts because they love Harry Potter, is that combat going to be challenging for them at first? Uh, yes. Or, uh, or is it just, or is it just you just you pick it up right away? No, a lot of people. Well, you'll you'll pick it up easy right away. But there's also but does the game teach you as yes, you go? Very. It does a very good job of the tutorial, okay. and it doesn't feel like a tutorial, like. You're literally tutorialing like nine hours in, right? They're like, "Oh, here's a here's a new spell. Here's how you use the spell, right?" Like, like there's there's little baby steps across it, the it's, way. It's hand holding in the proper way. They're yeah. not hand they're not hand holding you, telling you how to solve the game. No, but they're gonna hand hold you a little bit to teach you how to use yeah. the game, how to use the game's uh, abilities. Yeah, there's even like little things that they'll do. Like if you have a map, uh, a treasure map, and you're like, "How am I gonna find this place?" If you're walking in the world and you happen to come across where the map is, all of a he, sudden your character he mentioned he mentioned yes, something. He's like he's like ah beautiful. Yeah, he's like oh the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, he's like oh this this looks like the like the bridge on the the map I have or whatever. Right. And, and then you're like oh that reminds you oh right. that's right I have a map. And then you go look at the map. And you're like oh then you go look at this thing and then you follow. It's 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 done. It's, it's done, done well. It's done very well. Right. It it's done in a way where younger gamers can pick it up and. There's puzzles to solve. Some of them are harder than others. Some of them are super easy. Um, there's the the combat system is easy, but yet complicated. All depending on how you want to play, right? I, I the next playthrough I'm going to do, I'm 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 going to put the difficulty up higher. I'm going to be Slytherin, right? Because right now I'm Hufflepuff. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it multiple times. I am because I you I, keep saying Hufflepuff, but I keep hearing HR Puff and stuff. Yeah, that's no, what I not, hear. It's not HR Puff and stuff. It's Hufflepuff. Uh, and then I I'm gonna be Slytherin next. I'm using the uh, the first unforgivable spell, which is uh, Crucio. Okay, and let me tell you, it's it's pretty funny. You're like ah, you're like <laughs> you're like doing like the Emperor, like you you zap somebody with the lightning. It's fun, man. I, I'm telling you, it's a good game. If I've I've played the last three games, Sarge, that I've played that are new is High on Life, Hi-Fi Rush, and now and now uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Now Hi-Fi Rush and Hogwarts Legacy are both this year. High on Life was the end of last year. I, I I've been playing really fun, good games of of la of the last like couple months. And this this game by far, people say I don't know if it'll get a uh, game of the year. I don't care if it gets a game of the year. It's a nomination for game of the year. 100%. And if Keeley doesn't nominate the thing in his award show, he's a pussy, okay? Because of all this of all this backlash of the polit of politics that's going on, okay? Because this game deserves to be mentioned in the nominations for game of the year. From the design, from the art, from the dialogue, from the combat system, everything in this game, this my friends is what a game looks like when it's complete i know we've been skewed over the last couple of years okay we we've waited for a game to come out and we have to wait six eight twelve months year and a half for that game to actually be finished okay this game okay now i understand there's some people on pc having issues a little bit uh frame rate issues or whatnot i don't know anything about that i know from xbox series x i had one issue where i fell through the map and then i was like 
Let me see if it was a glitch or if I can recreate it. I went back over there and I fell through the map again. So they forgot to cover up a uh, a layer. So you fall through the map at this one the, section. But 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 as far as I'm concerned, considering what that game has accomplished, you allow that. You allow that. Sure. Right. That's I, an that's an allowance. To be fair, though, Sarge, I've fallen through every map of every game I've ever played. Yeah, but okay. we have a we have, but we have but we have a thing about breaking games. That's what yeah, we do. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. But what I'm saying is, I haven't had any major issues. I I've had I think I had one hard crash the dashboard, and it was just random. And I think it was because my Xbox I played for 12 hours that day, and the Xbox was just like, "Fuck you, I'm done," right? and it just shut off type of thing. I don't think it was that because of the game, and I'm not making excuses. But I, it did happen once. Other than that. Little, little flutters here and there. I'm playing at 30 frames per second, the fidelity mode. It looks gorgeous. After this, I'm like I said, my next playthrough, I'm going to put it to performance mode. I'm going to play the 60 frames per second. I'm going to play Slytherin. I'm going to play hard mode and see how I like the game uh, better or worse or whatnot. And you can you can change it along the way. Like, if you want to change it because puzzles are too hard, you, All right, can, so which, you can change it. So I haven't, I haven't bought the game yet. So am I supposed to buy the deluxe version or just the normal version? You don't have to buy the deluxe version because if you... They they're selling the deluxe version assets in the game. So if you want the skins, then you would buy the I deluxe. Right now, it's too late. Like there's no reason to buy pre-order now because it comes out in like four hours, like okay. a, a, a full full release. Okay. So the game though, if if you had to spend seventy dollars on a game right now, Sarge, I would say this is worth your money uh, for it because of. Just the sheer amount of is it, is it seventy? Is it is it a seventy it's or a, is it it's a, a seventy dollar game? It's eighty yeah. if you do the pre order. It's seventy standard, um, but it's it's a game. I know it's hard to imagine. Now there is a, a little tab at the bottom, okay. And today it actually showed something. It showed the I already owned it because I pre ordered. If you go to it says additional content. You click on additional content when you like load into the game. Like it has your saves and then it has the additional content button. If you click on that, it says additional content for new dlc or whatever now right now when you click on it it only opens up for the for the basically the the pack for the skins and the and the and the whatever the uh the mounts and stuff that you're getting the dark arts pack so have you have you got uh, a couple questions are the centaurs in there centaurs are in there but i haven't fought uh, them or anything and, i saw them. and and do, do have you got to the part in the game where you're actually collecting animals yet yes and that's like a whole separate game itself i i br- I breeded my first. Uh, I forget what the hell the the animal's called. I'm not a I, hippogriff. No, not the hippogriff. The uh, the the ugly horse with wings. I don't know what it's called. The ugly horse with wings. The ugly horse with wings. The uh, what's wrong with you? The yeah, ugly Jesse horse. Jesse Mack. What what's what's that? Uh, what's the, the thing? Ugly called? horse with wings. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. So I'm not I'm not. A, by the end of this game, Sarge, I I might actually go read the books because it, it feels. Here, here's the thing. Like, the Quidditch is not in the game, and right in the beginning, yeah, right yeah, in the first 15 minutes of the game, they tell you why it's not in the game because the headmaster was like, "I'm canceling it this year." There's no, no, it's not the hip. Yeah, but yeah, but that means, but that means that they took the time to actually put it in the actual script of the game and why the actual part of the game wasn't in it. Thrusterals, thrusterals. That, that's it. Thrusterals. How do you say that? Thrusterals. Thrusterals. I'm butchering that. Thestrals. Thestrals, thank you. Right? So they put the Quinnage map in here. And 100%, this is what I, I'll, I'm sticking to what I said before the game came out. Right? I've said it on multiple podcasts on ours. I said it on Lono's podcast. I said that this game 
is going to have some sort of multiplayer or live service like Grand Theft Auto Online after the fact. Okay? It's just weird to me, right? I feel like Hogwarts itself, I don't know if it was this before and they took it out or if they plan on putting it in. I feel like Hogwarts is like the Tower of Destiny, okay? Like, you go into Hogwarts, and it's like its own instance of where you can see other classmates in there, right? There's games to play, okay? So there's, there's, uh, pardon the, I don't know the game's called, you're pulling the balls towards you, okay? There's Quinnage. <laughs> there's, there, I don't, I don't know what the ball, I, I, I don't know what it's called, Sarge. I don't know what it's called, right? But there's, <laughs> there's games to play. <laughs> that you would easily be able to uh, bring in a friend and compete against them in a match. Okay, there's you can play wizard's chess. You can play uh, what was the marble thing called? Uh, gobble, gobble, <sighs> gob, gobble stones. I think they're called right. Summoner's court. Thank you, Sean. Uh, uh, gobble stones or something where the stones like they spray this. If you lose, it it shoots you with this like smelly, stinky. Uh, gas or whatever. There's races you could do on the brooms, right? There, there's literally hippogriff races in the world of Harry Potter. Like you could have gobble. Is that what it's called, Jesse? Right, gobblestones. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. So I got that right. Ding. I got that. Got one for me. Right. So there's there's events that you can do in the game that you can easily have. You could do dueling, right? Dueling on the tables inside the classes. You could come and see my rooms of requirement. It just seems weird to me that you would have this room of requirement where I can decorate it till I'm blue in the face, right? It's it's a it's a it's a separate game mode. Like Animal Crossing is a game that does literally what this is on top of this game. Okay, room of requirement is Animal Crossing in Hogwarts, where you're decorating your room, you're putting stuff in, you're breeding animals, you're petting them, you're feeding them, you're 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 getting materials from them, you're doing all this stuff, and yet you can't show anybody. Right. If unless you're a streamer, unless you have a little brother or sister, right, that's watching from behind you, no one is seeing what your rumor requirements is except yourself. Okay. And to me, it just seems strange because you can't share it with anybody. And Hogwarts itself just feels like it would be an interesting place. I'm not asking for like massive multiplayer here. Okay. But I am asking, I don't know, 10. 15 people, like all of a sudden random persons in there and they're like, hey, what's going on? You like wave to them or something. I don't know. Something. I feel like they're going to put some sort of DLC or they're going to open it up to like an online thing after the fact. They're just releasing the game. Maybe six months down the line, they bring it up and they're like, hey, we're, Hogwarts is opening up and you can bring a friend in. It, it's going to do what No Man's Sky did for multiplayer. It's going to do what online Grand Theft Auto did. It's going to do what Red Dead Redemption did. It's going to do what, uh, you know, all these other games that added multiplayer after the fact. I just feel like that's what it is, right? Go on an adventure with one other friend, co-op. I don't know. It's WB. I know it's a separate studio. But Gotham Knights, buddy up with one one other person. You can go in the open world city and, and kick ass, right? I feel like they can well, do the well, same the, thing the good news, Well, the good news is WB has a win. Yes. And it, right? That's the good news. So it needs to be a big win, okay? So here's... I'm pretty... We haven't got numbers yet. Well, that's we, that, we we don't even have numbers yet. You got to wait at least a week, bro. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on to that for a little bit here because uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Let's go to the top stories. We're gonna move into from this, but still talking about Hogwarts Legacy. Let's go to the top stories. All right. 
So Hogwarts Legacy topples Cyberpunk 2077 to smash Twitch record despite controversy, right? Minus the controversy, okay? So it surpassed Cyberpunk, okay? Last night, the game peaked at 1.2 million viewers across the broadcast, okay? Which pushed past 1.14 million record of Cyberpunk. So this is the most popular game ever on Twitch to be viewed by people, so... If, if if those people hated it, they still wanted to watch it to see the game that they were boycotting that they really wanted because they they they're idiots anyway. Okay, so it it passed Twitch records. Okay, it's number one on Steam. It's number one in PlayStation Store. It's number one in Xbox. But we don't know what those numbers are. Okay, I'm telling you right now that this game. Okay, after the records come in, we're gonna see that this game destroys the records. Okay, that most people bought this game. This is easily over 10 million. Easy over ten million, okay. Sure, pre-order sales. That's that's pre-orders, okay. And then whatever they sell after the after the fact, right? Regardless of the boycott that people were trying to do, we always talk about this: make a game, sell a game. And they made a game, and they sold this game, and and it's a good game. It's a good game. No matter what you do, if you make a good game, so you get word of mouth. People are going to like it. They're going to tell their friend. They're going to go on social media and say this is an actual good game. People that are not interested in the game go, huh, maybe I'll buy the game and test it out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay? Now, there's people that are buying this game just because of their other people are telling them not to buy the game, boycott the game. They're like, fuck you. I'm going to get they're, the game. Instead of, instead of hate watching, you're hate buying? Yes. So people are people – no, they're not hate buying. Well, they're hate buying for the people that are hating on the game. Yeah. So they're right. buying, the, buying the game. Okay? And then there are other people are watching this game going, oh, well, this actually – Looks, looks like a good game. I don't know what. There's so much stuff going on out there that people are like, well, I don't want to play this game. This is a good game. This is actually a good game. Now, is it for everyone? No. It's not for people that don't like RPGs or people that don't like dialogue. Okay, which which always makes me <laughs> laugh hysterically. That's that's too much sports <clears throat> in football. Right? No, no. the 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 complaint of too much dialogue is always from people who have not played action RPGs in the past. That's that's the group of people that are saying that. A person who plays action RPG games never says to somebody, "This game has got too much dialogue." Right. Those those words would never come out of your mouth. Right. Now, somebody who likes the game because it looks cool and they're they're tippy toeing into the realm of action RPG, it might be too slow for them because they're used to playing action action first person shooters. And action games, so all the talky talky makes them sleepy sleepy. Right. And so to them, they say there's too much talking in this game. It it's it just mind boggling to me. People are gonna hate because they they just want to hate. Um, <clears throat> it says here Hogwarts Legacy Deluxe Edition content early access will work uh, with game share as well. It's also been confirmed that Hogwarts Legacy will be accessible via Steam Family Sharing ahead of its release. Uh, so you can also do that with Hogwarts as well. Uh, Hogwarts is getting nines and tens pretty much across the board. There are a couple lower numbers out there, you know, three out of five, uh, three and a half out of five. Uh, I think w- the lowest score I think I saw was like a seven, I think out of 10. Um, I, I personally don't care about scores, right? Like if you like RPGs, how does this rack up against other RPG type games? And I think it's right up there. The only difference is that, this is that dream game for people that are Hogwarts fans. Like, I want a Star Wars game like this, right? I want, you know, a, a, an IP that I care about. Like well, let's put this. it. Th- let's put it this way. I think that because of the way this game was made and the way they did it, 
when you're playing this game, what you're seeing as you, you're seeing this as what a Star Wars game should be in that kind of universe. Yeah, I would, I, like that's what that's what you're seeing when you play this game because yeah, so, you can see how how they would do it if they had done it correctly. Yeah, someone I forget who said it, and part of me I, I I don't remember. Someone said, "Imagine this as like a Jedi Academy game, where you're a young, yep. we're young, yep. we're a young Padawan, right? Hogwarts is like, uh, you know, uh, the temple instead of." Hogwarts, yep. and yep. You're, you're going through the temple, and you're going through classes, and becoming a Jedi, and you're a Padawan, right? Like, I say this all the time, man. You can make the same game. This game doesn't do anything groundbreaking or new. It's taking what its other games in the past have done, and they put it in the IP of under Harry Potter, under the Hogwarts uh, genre of what it is that people love, and they've done a phenomenal job with it. The the attention to detail that they've put in this game is up there with anybody else. And and here's what's 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 um I think harder, right? Like God of War is a is a fantastic game, beautifully done, but it wasn't recreating anything. It's 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 making its own world and doing whatever, right? They, to, be, to be fair, very hard too though. Oh, absolutely, in a different way, right? But it's harder to do something like this where you're taking stuff from a book and taking stuff from a movie. And then you're doing it justice, right? You're putting it all together. Like, the Hogwarts castle has never been put together like this, right? Like, what you're walking through in the game is, like, the official blueprints now of what the castle is. Because in the books, they describe you what the, the hallways and stuff but look like. But there's no blueprint. But there's no blueprint. And then the the movie shows you rooms, but they don't show you how it connects, right? So the inner workings of the stuff. So it tells you there's 142 staircases in the castle, and it tells you that it's in the northeast wing, and it tells you it's over here, but th these guys had to put it together, and it's mind-boggling on how it's kind of you, you. You can't you can't tell me that the people working on this game were not grown up Howard Potter fans. Well, if let's put it that way, if they weren't Harry Potter fans, they are now. I mean, they they know so much about it, the ins and outs of this game that they they became. No, but what I'm saying is nobody puts that kind of effort into something like they don't really into. Like that's like you, you to do a job is one thing, but by the level of detail of what you're explaining and what I've seen on the videos, is a love of 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 harry potter it's uh, not just oh i'm making a game well apparently water the game was announced in 2017 2018 and it was supposed to come out in 2020 and it got delayed multiple times and here we are with with what it is right so it might have changed along the way we know it, that they had to cut down the map a bit they had to got rid of i would like to see i would like to see when the game started like when it was officially started to be done when when those kind of stories come back, you'll get a better idea of what it takes to make a game on of this caliber, and what the timeline actually is. Yeah, I, I, well, obviously, if they started in 2017 and if they didn't reset anything, I mean, it took them five years, right? It took them five years to, we say three to five years to make a a good game, right? And this is a good game. It is. It's a good game. So, yeah. So that's 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 basically it. You guys can watch me play it. I'm I'm playing it nonstop. Like I I've truly, I I've just graze the surface of I, I think i'm at 47 percent. i have 42 hours and i'm at 47 percent of like the story the quest i just finished like trial two i don't know where that is in the story if i think there's four trials um for like the main story uh as far as the map itself i've i haven't touched any of it i've been to hogsmeade and hogwarts and i've been just a, around a certain area uh but i'm i'm loving it i'm absolutely loving it and uh yeah so come and check me out when i play it i might play it after this i might go live after this just to play a couple hours to, to get some stuff done 
Um, so, uh, Creature says, there's just seeing the base game, only the beginning is of this IP. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if they continue this as a, even if they add a multiplayer aspect to the game to keep people, like, coming into the seasons or whatever, um, I still think they'd make a Hogwarts Legacy 2 and a Hogwarts Legacy 3. It, it would be it would be difficult, though. I, I see where you're going with it, but the way that the game is structured and how the game is, it's it's very hard to recapture the same magic because you, you're doing this from scratch. Sure. Like, to go through the castle and everything about it, like, what would be, how do you... How do you top it? How, how do you, right? How do you top? You would have to. The, you, would you know have to, what I'm saying? Yeah, you would have to. You have to move you from Hogwarts, and you would have to on summer vacation. It's a DLC. Are you ready for this? So on summer vacation, you don't get to stay at Hogwarts. It's a DLC, and you and you and you go to Uganda, and you and you go to the other witch school, wizard school over there. Right. Like, and it, and it's a different story. Right. And, you know, like same type of thing, maybe, but maybe, maybe, but at Some, least. But at least that gives you the three games because even in the movie you had the three competing houses, right? Four, the three, the four. three schools. Four. Oh, that's right. The, oh, there's four you're, schools. You're, you're talking oh, yeah. about. You're talking yeah, about the schools, the actual the schools. schools. No, there's more than. Yeah. there's more than that. But... Yeah, but the ones that they showed in the movie. I think you, there's if four. You, if you needed, if you needed something, if you needed something to make sequels based on of, of that would be at least something you could work off of, is what I'm saying. Because oh, sure. it would be it would be hard to do the same thing. Because you'd be in the same map again. Like, what do you? What would you do to make it different? You're not a superhero, so you're not going off to save the world. So it's harder to put it on a on a on a whiteboard what the flow of the game would be. But I I I know why you're saying it because it's such a great IP. But I think because of the way the way that this IP is structured, it's hard to make a sequel based on what we have currently. I think I think it's a one and done with some DLC added in. Mm. But I'm not sure about a whole a whole Hogwarts 2 because of the way the game is structured. I, I, I do see that this is a this is a franchise, not because it's... I'm not talking about Harry Potter. I'm talking about Hogwarts. This is a new franchise, and it's going to be around. This is as good as Jedi Fallen Order did for Star Wars, for Respawn. This is their game for for Hogwarts, right? Yep. For, for Harry Potter. Yep, yep. Like they're sure. they're going to make a sequel to this game four years from now or whatever. I can, I can see it happening. All right, real quick, let's uh, go to the next uh, next story. Uh, coming soon to Game Pass, we have uh, Atomic Heart, which is the the I don't know how you it's like a Fallout type of game, right? It's like a Fallout type of game. It looks interesting. I'll probably try it. It comes out on uh, the cloud plus console plus PC coming to Game Pass. We have Cloud uh, Plus Cloud uh, Plus and PC for Mountain Blade Two. Bannerlord, I've never heard of it. I'm sure I'll try it. Uh, we have SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Uh, I think Nostalgic was telling me about this game. Uh, that's coming to Game Pass. We have Shadow Warrior 3 Definitive Edition coming out to Game Pass as well. Uh, my son's going to be happy about this. City Skylines Remastered is coming to back to Game Pass. And then we have Madden 23 Sports Ball uh, coming to Game Pass. Uh, console plus PC. Uh, so, it, But don't play the game if 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 you think there's too much throwing in a football game, okay, you don't you don't want to play this if it's too much throwing in a sports game. Next game or next next topic I want to talk about is Disney Plus has lost 2.4 million subscribers in quarter one of 2023. Now we always bring up Disney here. I'm I'm a local. I go to Disney World. I'm an annual pass holder and stuff. 
I watched Disney Plus. We had the two-year deal. I haven't watched Disney Plus. I stopped watching. I, the last thing I saw on Disney Plus was, uh, um, well, we just watched Big Hero Six. My, my Andor uh, was Love and Thunder. I haven't even watched the Black Panther yet. I think Love and Thunder was the last thing I watched before Big Hero Six. Uh, don't really watch it. I'll watch Mando. Oh, that's not a lie. I, I watched Bad Batch episodes one and two. Um, before that, since then, but they lost 2.4 million subscribers. Now, they're hurting big time, and because they lost this, they're also getting rid of 7,000 people on, on top of that, right? So Disney also announced that they're doing Frozen 3 and Toy Story 5, and they also said that Star Wars is so damaged, okay, that they don't know what to do with it, and there's rumors that they might sell it, <laughs> okay, and or redo kind of some sort of, I just posted a post story in our Discord, that they might do something with Rey and Grogu, okay, uh, where they, they bring them together uh, and kind of reboot the series or whatever of, of a 7, 8, and 9 type of thing, which I, 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 I like, don't like, know. Like, like what, like Kung Fu The Legend Continues? Yeah, I don't know. Except I, with Rey and Grogu yeah, instead? I, I don't know if it's a buddy cop film. I don't, I don't know what they're doing, okay? But Disney right now is hurting big time with what they're trying to do or what they're not trying to do. And it's so idiotic to me because it's like yeah you have it's like you're you're blowtorching something and then wondering why it's on fire okay you're like you're like oh hey uh what are you doing there 30 i'm i'm burning i'm burning star wars i don't know why it's on fire though it's like hey uh idiot let go of the let go of the flamethrower because you're destroying the the thing that's in front of you and they're like oh what do you mean i don't i don't understand like star wars should be printing money but they had to make an agenda with it, right? The cartoons that they put in could have been making money, but they had to put a message in that, right, and, and change things around. And now they're losing people left and right, and it's just going to get worse here going on. I'll tell you what, though. I went to the park last week. It's packed. It's packed, okay? And I, I laugh because every time I walk in, I'm like, look at all these people boycotting, right? Because there's all these people saying that they're boycotting, but I think they just like the word boycott, but they don't actually like actually – follow through what they said now i'm not boycotting the parks right i'm a i'm a local here it's a real nice time just to go there go to dinner go get something as an annual pass holder i i make out like a bandit just going like six times for the year where other people they spend what i spend uh basically right then they, they have to do it that's why they it's come been for it. it's been talked about they they said the average family has to save for five years before they go to disney yeah World. I pay for all three of you know for for me my wife and, and and the kid we pay less than what they pay for a week's vacation okay for the for the entire year so it's 100% worth it we go to a water park three times so it's stuff for do right it's stuff to do here uh locally in Orlando but yeah 2.4 million subscribers sir that's 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 a hell of a number yeah you know you know what though but I don't I don't I don't let me see let me let me say it this way I don't believe because Disney Plus started, they were able to hire 7,000 people. And now because Disney Plus lost 2 million subscribers, now they have to get rid of 7,000 people. You know, I, I, don't, I don't look at it that way. I look at it as saying that they Disney in general is bleeding yeah. from the eyes, right? And they have to cauterize. And, they, and, and even when they cauterize, they're blind for the rest of the time. Like, this, it's a serious issue that's going on. There's already, if you this you're scratching the surface. There's the battle of the board going on right now. 
with Iger oh, yeah, yeah. and the board members. There is so much turmoil in Disney right now. It's unprecedented what's going on right now. Well, like if you just type in, just type in any any of the stories and go look at what's what's going on right now. The listen, the once again, the fact that any company immediately after immediately after the holidays is firing people is business as usual. Yeah. Right? You can say whatever you want before you say and we're going to let 7,000 people go. Well, I can say whatever I want, but I don't believe the correlation between Disney plus 2.4 million people and 7,000 firings are connected that well. Well, it's just going to get worse for them because uh, our governor here has basically ripped the roots out of Disney. And now they have to pay the back taxes and everything that they haven't paid for all these years. Right. And where are they going to get that money from? They're oh, going to have to raise they the have prices. Money. No, no, they have they're going to have to raise the prices, and then the people, because the taxpayers around the park are not paying for their for their dues. They have to pay their own dues now, and and now they're controlled by, you know, they have to do everything else like every other business does. They don't get right. away with anything, right? So right. when a permit goes through, they just say they don't go green light so, anymore. So there's no more. There's not going to be any rides opening up anytime no. soon because yeah. the construction, construction, the construction yeah. thing is yeah. slowed down oh, to a yeah. crawl for sure. All right, so. It'll be interesting to see what happens because they're going to have to raise the ticket prices and then they're going to have to raise the annual prices again. And they're going to make they're not making money off of me. They're making money off the people that come on vacation and stuff. That's where they gouge the prices and, and, and whatnot. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. And because the prices will go up, they'll get they'll lose more and more people because they'll be like, nope, I'm out because there's going to be at this point and we're, we're close to it. Right. We're close to it. if they raise that price a little bit more for the annual pass. We're like, eh, I think we're done. So because they're not selling anymore. So you can't buy annual passes anymore as, as of right now. But if you cancel, but, the, but according to the stories from the last couple of years, they don't want you. Like they don't, correct. they don't, they don't, they don't want the season pass holders anymore because they're not making money off them anyway. Right. We're 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 the uh, blood suckers of the uh, of the right of the, the, the people that actually like to go to Disney World. Right. You know, because you live there. Right. That's right. like that's like a restaurant stopping the locals from coming in because they're they're taking seats up for the because 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 they don't tip yeah. because they don't <laughs> because they don't tip right right right. So, uh, going from that, going to Nintendo, Nintendo uh, announced that Legends of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom will officially be the first Nintendo Switch exclusive to be retailed for $70, moving up from the standard $60 uh, game. Now, Well, they have to. They well, have to. Everybody else raised their prices. Why wouldn't the Switch? Well, I would love to hear an argument here from anybody <laughs> that defends that $70 is next-gen games because we all know the Switch is not a next-gen system. But yet nope. now they have the next gen prices, right? Yep. You're not getting 60 frames per second. You're not getting nope. the high fidelity. You're not getting nope. any of that stuff, right? You're you're just getting the Nintendo Switch with now their newest game at seventy dollars, and that that's that's what I want to know, right? People people always well, say that the seventy dollars is the next gen, and I they don't want to pay. Well, now Nintendo's, I don't, on, I don't. now Nintendo's on the bandwagon. They're like, "Hey, everyone's raising the price of seventy dollars. All right, we're going, we're going there too." Yeah, I don't, I don't believe there's, a, I don't believe that that's a direct correlation as well. Let me, let's put it this way: I understand that there's a demographic of people who are gamers who are going to buy games day one, regardless, and that's either digital or or physical. They're going to buy day one. What I'm saying is, to me, in my age bracket, and for the information that I've known over time. I don't care what the price of the video game is when it first comes out 
because I never buy the game when it first comes out. Right. Especially under the umbrella of what's happening now, in which case it's broke, it's buggy, it's unfinished, it needs to be patched. So to me, when it goes on sale, oh, that, that seems like a cool game. I'll go pick it up. Like, that's my mentality. So you can charge whatever you want. You can say the game is $100. I'll see you in the discount shelf eventually. Because the two things that I have a lot of is money and time for me. Right. I have time for me. I don't have kids. I have time for this. I can do what I want, right? So the point being is the way that they keep barking at me about how they're going to charge $70 for a system that, to me, is not even close to present-day specs and what's going on in the gaming industry, but they have to be in the same boat because otherwise you're looked down upon. Like, well, if these games are $70, what's this game over here, 50 What's this some kind of piece of crap game? Like, people need to see the prices the same so they value it the same, right? That's that's how it goes. And let's not, let's not forget, bro, how much did you pay for Game Boy games when they came out? Right, they were expensive as well back then. Right, Game Boy games were almost as expensive as a regular game. I think I think Game Boy games went for thirty or forty dollars, when the actual video games were like fifty. That's back when they were fifty dollars, so ten dollars less, right? But we can't have that, so we raise prices. Well, here's here's the reason: they sold thirty million copies of Breath of the Wild. 30 million well, be copies care- at 60 Be careful, Turtle. You can't say hotcakes. The hotcake people get upset. Right. right. 30, <laughs> 30, million <don't> copies, <clears throat> 30 million copies sold for Breath of the Wild. And now, if they raise that up for an additional $10, if 30 million people buy it again, that's a lot of extra money. That's, that's a lot of extra money. Hey, listen. Money. I, I bet you the game doesn't release until Christmas time anyway, and mom and dad always get the gifts for their kids, and that's what it's going to be, an extra 10 bucks. Right. Right. They're paying $12 for eggs now. What's another ten dollars on a video game? It's true, right? What's the difference? It's true, Nintendo's gonna doesn't give an f. They know the game is gonna sell like hotcakes. Yeah, Sarge is correct. Uh, I I said yeah. that iPads are gonna sell like hotcakes, and I lost my job uh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. because hotcakes are you you made you made a marketing decision. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. They said they how, said that you made how, a marketing decision. Yeah, how much is a hotcake? Like, what is what's the value of a hotcake? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Two thousand four apparently was very expensive. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what hotcakes go for nowadays. Uh, I, apparently like, lost value because iPad like sold nine ninety five for like three three well, hotcakes. Hot totally. cakes sold back then two hundred fifty dollars for an iPod. Right now yep. this is a seventy dollars game, so hotcakes came down in price. Yeah, right? they've lost value over the years. It's like the first NFT hotcakes. That's a that's a good idea. Maybe we should do that. NFT hotcakes NFTs. There you go. It's a new cryptocurrency. Hotcakes. Well, I'm sure hotcakes will hold its value more than than the dollar will. Maybe. Yeah, potentially. Uh, the next, the next story I want to talk about is how many hot, how many hotcakes for a game? <laughs> can I, can I sell hotcakes for my copy of Hogwarts? It's how many hotcakes? Hotcakes for a price of one game. <laughs> seventeen hotcakes, or, or uh, five hotcakes for the battle pass. It all, it all depends what, what you're getting. I am not buying battle pass with hotcakes. <laughs> You, you know what? That's that's what we should do. I should make an emote. It's just flapjacks. It's just hotcakes. It's just got some steam coming off of it. That's, that's it. You gotta be careful. The the place that does flapjacks get mad. You gotta be careful. Well, they're called hotcakes. They're not called flapjacks. So yes, but not. I don't think a lot of people know the difference between a hotcake and a flapjack. That's that's a whole other that's a whole other show. But we we should have a whole topic on hotcakes. Hotcakes and, and flapjacks. And flapjacks. Yeah. All right. AMC Theater to change movie ticket prices based on the seat location. 
Oh, this would be great. How much is the seat? Someone want to see it. Do they have a breakdown? I, I have no idea if they. Have hey, a what's what's the neck breaker seat cost? Is it a quarter? Well, no, no. You would come on, Sarge. It would be. It would be. $10. What's the seat? It would be what's whatever the, the ticket seat? prices are now would be the front row, and yeah, then it would yeah. go up in price from there, right? <laughs> right. It would be like ten dollars front yeah. row, thirty-two dollars dead mm. center, middle two seats, right? Yeah. So the guy and, next and to just you, and just to rub it in, the four seats in the middle. Are plush leather and recliners, but just them. <laughs> right. There, they, there's a, there's a folding there's a folding chair next to them, but that 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 couch cushion thing is right there. Only the only the two people get full service. They get they get yeah. handed dinner to them on a, on yes. a, on, on Chinaware, <laughs> and everybody else gets a gets a popcorn basket with like Can hot you, sauce on the side. I think we talked about this as a joke many years ago that in the theater that we charge you based on where you sat. We joked about this, but now this is a reality. Is that a joke or is that real? Is that an onion story? I, is that a real story? I, I, what was the story again? The 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 story you just read. No, this is is real. that story for real? This is real. That's that's real. That's not a joke. I they, thought you the, were being the, funny. They're, no, they're trying. Well, think about it, Sarge. The movie theater by us, well, down south, for upstairs was twenty bucks, and they threw in the popcorn and valet parking and 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 whatever else, right? Yeah. So you you're watching the same movie, but your seats upstairs are ten dollars more than the person watching downstairs. Right. So what's the difference? They're doing now they're doing this across the board. Right. But before now, before everybody was the same. Now it's like going to a concert. Yeah. But think about this. The same seat. I don't know if they're doing this. Right. I, I don't know if they're doing this. I would have to read it a little bit more. But imagine that I buy the seat in the middle and let's say it's twenty five dollars. But now our dad buys the seat and he's a senior. So he gets it for twenty dollars. Right. Which the guy next to him, I is is a cheaper seat but he's paying more because he's not a senior right like like how does this work now as far as you know each seat's different let me is, ask you a question uh, let me, let me ask you a question why does it why does it matter how much the seat is when the when the theater only makes money on concessions anyway well that's why my is next that that's my why, next question why is that even a thing if they're charging more for the seat does that revenue go to the theater or does that no. revenue go to the movie it goes to the movie but you would think so then why would it matter that they're charging for different seats then? That That's my question. So I, let me read this and see if it's okay. Uh, this should kick off on Friday. The select AMC locations in New York, Chicago, KC, and will be expanding to all domestic AMC locations by the end of the year. Okay. It says rolling out a slight line at AMC's ticket pricing initiative based on the set locations within the auditorium. Uh, similar to music concerts, sports events, or Broadway moviegoers will be have the option to pay more or less for the admission depending on where they choose to sit in the venue. In effect, front row seats will be available at the lower price, while seats in the middle of the theater will be available at the higher price. Okay, there will also be three different seat pricing options. But, the first is but, standard uh, sight line, <laughs> described as seats that are the most common in auditoriums are available for the traditional so cost of a ticket. And then the value sight line, referred to as the seats in the front row of the auditorium, as well as the select ADA seats in the each auditorium, and available for lower prices. And the standard sight line seats, value sight line pricing, is only available for AMC stub members, including a free tier membership. And the third option is preferred sight line. You know what? So much nonsense. Why do they have to make it so it's, goddamn it's convoluted? It's like, th let's be honest. What's the big deal? What's it going to be? What's the difference? Four percent, a four percent increase, maybe, for the seats that are closer to the middle. Like, four, what are you making extra in that theater? Four percent? Come yeah. on, man. Let me, let me continue reading. Quote: Sightline at AMC is more closely aligned to AMC's seat pricing approach to many other entertainment venues, offering experience-based pricing to other way of moviegoers to find value in the movies. 
uh, executive vice president, CMO of the AMC theaters. While every seat at the AMC delivers an amazing moviegoer experience, we know there's also moviegoers who prioritize their specific seat and others who prioritize value moviegoing. Sightline at AMC accommodates both uh, statements of uh, help ensure that the guests have more control over their experience so they have every trip to an AMC is great. So let me get this straight. Your movie theater is completely fucking empty now. The guy buys the front row seat, just like I buy the nosebleed section up on top at a seat at a stadium, and then walk my happy ass down the stairs and get a better seat when the once the third inning starts, okay? Because no one's in your goddamn seat. And if you come over to me and go, can I see your ticket, sir? This is not your seat. You have to go back up to that. I'm leaving that theater, and I'm never coming back to your theater again. And there, you can keep your extra $10 that you made off of me, off of my shitty-ass seat up in the front, okay? Because I'm never coming back to your theater. I'll go to a Regal. I'll go to another place. And and I love movie theaters. I love movie theaters. If they do this, this is terrible. This is a terrible decision if they if they roll this out. I don't see how you're making extra money, honestly. Because percentage-wise, it's minuscule. And most of the money that goes to the it goes to the actual the to the actual producers of the movie, right? Only the only the theater only gets money from the seat after a certain amount of time has passed, right? They don't make money on the seat; they make money at concession, right? Right? Did you notice that whatever the whatever the whatever the minimum wage is for the city you live in is basically the the amount of popcorn and a soda cost? So they know that every time they sell popcorn and soda, they at least pay for one hour of a kid who's being there. Like it's. It's directly related. Like I get paid eight fifty an hour. So if I get a coke and a popcorn, it's eight fifty. You can be rest assured, it's eight fifty or like nine bucks. They know exactly. They know exactly. It's it, it's ridiculous. They, you can't compare a movie theater to a concert or a sporting event because not even close. Not no. There's there's two hundred seats right in front of a big ass theater like a, a screen where I'm literally sitting two hundred yards back from from the concert. Right, where someone else. I, I would want seats. to see before I before I finish judgment on this ridiculousness that is mankind. I I would have to see what the pr- increase in price would be. I want to see what the range of prices when I, when I go look up online what the prices are going to be for the theater. I want to see that. I want to see that differential. Once I see that, I'll know how ridiculous it actually is. Well, th- I think this is this is going to be stupid, and the bailout that they did for the movie theaters uh, didn't work because if they're raising the prices like this, then. There, there was no, there's no reason to do a, a bailout for the theaters because more people are going to not go to the theater because of this. Well, let's let's put it this way. I look at I look at movie theaters in, at this point in time as a union by itself. Not that they need to be in the union, right? But as a union, if the movie theaters in general just said, "Fuck it, we're done," right? Explain to me how Hollywood functions. They they wouldn't. Explain to me. Holly, that's, this is this is Hollywood my this is to, my point. Hollywood would have to bail them out yet again. Right. This is this they, is my and, point. And bail them out, meaning Hollywood, like which they can't, because Universal is not allowed to own a theater. You can't you can't be a movie producer, like have a studio, and then own the theater itself. Right. I got it. But the but the kind of pressure that you're putting on them, just say screw it. Right. Close up. Right. Then what? It movie theaters can't leave. Here, right. If a movie if the movie theaters close down, where does Hollywood go? Well, this is the perfect. It, it just dies. That's it. This is the perfect segment switch, right? Because Hollywood can't own the theaters because that would be like what the next story is. Okay, Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal could harm gamers, says the UK government. Okay, because the UK government says that the CMA released the 
uh, provisional findings of the investigation today of February 8th, which raised concerns over several different issues that could raise the deal, uh, went through, including a higher prices, fewer choices, and less uh, innovation for the UK gamers. Now, cloud gaming was a significant reason for concern, as the CMA noted that Microsoft already counts 60 to 70 percent, right? So it, it, my, my analogy here for the if Hollywood would own movie theaters would be like Microsoft and PlayStation owning the whole rights of they make the games and now they're also selling the games in their closed off union of a building, right? Which is Game Pass or PlayStation Plus or whatever, right? It's the exact same thing. No middleman. There's right. no middleman. They 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 make the product and they sell the product in their neighborhood that you have to pay for to get into, right? So that that's what they want to stop. So it says the seventy-six percent of the market. Adding that Call of Duty and their also current cloud offerings, exclusive manner could also alter the future of gaming and potentially harm the UK gamers. The CMA said that adding those could not afford, uh, don't want to buy expensive hardware could be the most affected. Microsoft has been vocal about the committing accessibility of bringing Xbox games as many people as possible through mobile and cloud gaming. However, it's also a claim that it's also no intention of making Call of Duty exclusive to Xbox reportedly offering Sony a 10-year deal to guarantee it would remain a PlayStation console. Now, the CMA said that Microsoft had made games exclusive to Xbox and buying studios in that past. However, they added that the press release that restricting the access to other platforms have Activision games could substantially reduce the competition between Xbox, PlayStation, and the UK. This could also result in all games seeing higher prices, reducing range, lower quality, and worse service in gaming consoles over time, it added. Hmm. Imagine. Back to movies real fast. Owning the thing, bailing them out, raising the prices, making crappier movies, right? Like it, it all falls in. It all falls into place. So much so that uh, we're going to continue the story with Bobby Kodak. Uh, Bobby Kodak came out and said, uh, "Warns the UK risk risks becoming Death Valley if he blocks Microsoft deal." Right? Bobby Kodak is like a mobster, like still living the dream of, of a mobster, right? Yeah. So basically, what Bobby Kodak is saying is, "Look, if you block this deal." You're not going to get any games because right. We, we just, Why would they care? We just won't sell you games. Like you won't get physical games because all games are going to be digital, right? And the only way you can get those games is from the house that that's the actual box that you're selling it. Right. So and how would and how would they stop citizens with Xboxes in their house from buying games online? Is there a block on my phone that I can't I can't look at a website and buy something online? Well, no, how but, would that how would that even work? But he would stop them from. Well, yeah, they can actually. They they stopped. Uh, there's no game sales in. Uh, was it was it China right now? Like they stopped selling Overwatch and everything else because they have no deals. They just stop. They just you can't play the games, right? But you can't stop me from going online on eBay and buying a hard copy from an American who's who bought twelve copies and then sure, sells them up, up to a certain point. But if they don't sell the physical copies anymore. Well, here, they're not they're not selling physical copies to England. Well, they're still selling physical copies. Yeah, but here they they can get you in the long run because what about if they don't sell actual hardware that has disk drives to the UK and they're all digital? Right. Even even better. Right. You see what I'm saying? You, you get them in. They have to get in on your on your on your uh, your hardware, which is inside your your, your proprietary old, software, proprietary, proprietary software. hardware. Yes. Right. right. So they have to buy it through your your thing. So they, they're going which to means that which means that if I buy an Xbox, I'm allowed to buy things from Xbox. Right, right. How 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 does a government then say? Think of, think of, think of their think of the application of this. I buy a unit that lets me buy games through Game Pass and 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 the and the Xbox Game Store, Microsoft Game Store, but the country decides we don't want you, 
So now, what does that? What does the Xbox become in the guy's house? A paperweight? Like what? Do you, what? What? How does that work? Right. Right. Well, it's, it sounds it sounds terrifying. Yeah. It sounds terrifying it that you're allowed that you're, once again a government entity is allowed to reach in and just tweak out something that you're not allowed to have anymore. Like the hell you're gonna do that? He, he says, "quote If if a deal like this can't get through." They're not going to be Silicon Valley. They're going to be Death Valley, Codex told uh, CNBC, a televised interview Tuesday, the same day the U.K. prime minister announced the creation of a new standalone government department for science, innovation, and technology. Microsoft is said to oh, have— Oh, another, another department? Yeah. That's all we need and for more, more government. <laughs> Microsoft is said to have paid close attention to the CMA and has also been less predictable than regulators in the EU and the USA could potentially influence their decision and proposal deal. Uh, so, th- look— this this deal is going this ter- to go this, through. This, oh, well, one, one, one terrifying story at a time. I'm concerned about the UK government being able to turn off anything they want in their own people's houses. That's number one. Number two, which is not even a discussion anymore, is the Activision Blizzard deal attached to Microsoft is done. It's a done deal. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure if anybody else paid attention to any other deal that's happened like this. They all go through. They all go through, and I'll tell you why. Because there's money to be made. The, the palms will be greased, right. right? Right. And if 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 by some small chance, right, by some miracle, it they're wrong and they made the deal and they were horribly, terribly wrong. In America, we have antitrust laws, and as soon as those kick in, when it's proven, then we fix the problem. We start cutting up your sandwich. We start cutting up the pie. We might double cut the pie. We'll do whatever. Right, right. But though, rest assured, those people are going to still get paid, right? Rest assured, this deal is done. Yeah, it's if, a stall tactic at best. If, if it wasn't at done, best. if it wasn't done, Microsoft wouldn't go around giving ten-year deals to everybody. Right. <laughs> it's just <laughs> so we'll we'll see we'll see it's not done yet but we'll see what happens the, yeah okay the next story i want to talk about is take two ceo comments about xbox game pass subscription service okay we've talked about zelnick in the in the uh, in the past and he doesn't like the the game pass method he wants to stay out of the game pass method of, with new games he's got the same type of mentality as uh jim ryan over at playstation where they have a brand new game they don't want to throw it out on the playstation plus they want it to live and make like we talked about it last week. God of War Ragnarok sold 11 million copies. Well, if it was on Game Pass, let's say, okay, it wouldn't sell 11 million copies. It would sell like nope. two million copies, and then it would make uh, you know the other nine million people would play it on Game Pass type of thing, right? Out of the nine million people that played on Game Pass, maybe three percent might buy it, you know, off of that to go. Oh, you know what? I want to support the devs, right? And that's what they would do. So Zelnick doesn't like the subscription model. He says. That giving Take Two is reluctant of embrace the game subscription service distribution platform. Its stances on the growing industry segment were common talking points during every one of the company's earning calls in the recent years. Last quarter, Zelnick uh, efforts to reassure investors that the company is on the right track and went as far as to say that the, the state that day one game Game Pass launches simply don't make sense for Take Two. Like, think about this, right? And this is exactly why I'm talking about Starfield is not going to make a lot of money, right? Because Think about if Grand Theft Auto 6 came out and it was on a live service game day one, right? Do you think Grand Theft Auto 5 would be the most purchased thing in entertainment history if it was on a streaming service the first six months of its life? No, absolutely not, right? So Zelnick says there's no way that we're going on these Game Pass. His his mentality is put it out there. 
make its money, and then slowly it gets diminished over time. Right? And then it goes on, and then it goes on. It. Right, and then down the road they'll put it into to revitalize it or, or or whatnot. I'm I'm more concerned with the fact that nobody cares if it comes out or not. We're talking about Starfield for the moment, and what you're really saying is how much microtransactions are going to be in that game. That's what I say, right? Because if if Starfield is on Game Pass day one and exclusive, and exclusive, that the only way that it recoups the money that it needs is microtransactions. Right. That's the that's the only way. Well, he says it's a great system for older games to go on. That's correct. Right. It's not good for brand new games. Think about even Hogwarts. It's out right now. Right. It's not even out. It comes out in like three hours officially. Okay. Think about all the people that bought the game. If it was on Game Pass day one, no one's gonna buy it. They'd be like, Nah, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. And if it's good, they'd be like, Nah, I'm not gonna buy it now because it's just a good game. And you know, it, it, it's such a weird, weird scenario that we're in now with these games and these people think that Starfield is going to be like one of the best selling games of all time no it'll they'll run a they'll run a headline Starfield most, most played, played yeah most, most played. played game yeah that's what they're going to do right not bought not purchased not sold played right that's played. That's, that's where it'll be most played game yes yeah. right they'll, they'll which, definitely which means which means nothing <clears throat> isn't GTA online uh an online service yeah, sure. but not when it first came out, but not, it wasn't out when it first no, came out. No, even if it did come out with it, but they're selling it, right? The GTA Online was a separate thing way after. Like the online didn't even come out until like 18 months later when they were doing the when they were doing the uh the the heists and stuff, right? Like it was there, but it was part of the game. You had to buy the game for $60 or whatever it is. The only way you were getting it for cheaper price because Rockstar never went on sale was to buy a second-hand version for $45 from GameStop, right? And that was it. That was the only way you're getting it for a cheaper price, right? They that's why they sold the most copies. Of, that's why they have like 127 million, 140 million copies sold for for the game, right? It's a game service, but they it's not about selling your stuff on a platform. They want it up front, make the money. They make the most money the well, first no, it, three months. Well, it, yeah, but in in GTA's defense, for this conversation, not them. They've been making money hand over fist with the microtransactions. Sure. But I understand but I understand your argument. They they don't want a game, they want a good game to come out and sell immediately in the front to get all its right. money up front and then trickle down over the time period right. and let the game fall off. Slowly. No, standard standard project. Standard project. Yes. Online service. But, or, but or GTA is a GTA is a rare, rare animal. Right. Yeah. A billion dollars, a billion dollars a month for like eight years is ridiculous. Yeah, they're, they're, they're ridiculous to make the money. The next story goes the opposite direction, right? You got Ubisoft Plus, right? The Ubisoft Plus subscription service may finally be coming to Xbox in a relatively near future with the whopping 63 games to start. According to a leaked list titles. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a take it with a grain of salt. We got we to gotta play that because otherwise... You're gonna be like, wait, this is news. This is true. Grain of salt. This is true. All right. So, 63 games to start according to the leaked list of titles. Ubisoft Plus, Ubisoft's obligatory subscription service, giving subscribers access to the company's large library of games and their associated associate DLC. Originally called Uplay Plus, Ubisoft Plus made an initial de uh, debut back on PC before attempting to break into the cloud gaming market by bringing the service to Google Stadia and Amazon Luna. Now, both those systems suck balls, so Stadia now shut down, and Ubisoft has worked with to bring Ubisoft Plus to more platforms. Ubisoft Plus 
Uh, also has come to PlayStation Plus in a way with Ubisoft adding many of its classic titles to PlayStation Plus Extra subscribers to check out and now seems to be making it uh, the way to Xbox. Okay, now take two is like, look, we don't we don't want to do this. We're staying off live service games. Ubisoft saying we're going balls deep into live service games and then all of these games are going to be on Game Pass now. Right. So they're putting their older games, obviously. So like. If this comes out, you're going to get Assassin's Creed across the board, right? I would assume that the new Assassin's Creed's come right out out on these platforms. and There's going to be microtransactions and stuff, uh, battle passes, season passes, whatever else they're going to be putting uh, into this uh, service, you know, into their whatever their live service thing is they're going to try to be doing. But yeah, Ubisoft is going the opposite direction. They're like, yeah, yeah we're going to throw everything that we have uh, onto the service and it's coming to Game Pass. And now this is huge because we don't think that they're Ubisoft's being bought by Microsoft. They're just signing a deal where they get the games onto Game Pass, right? Because they need a because they, they need a reoccurring revenue stream while they decide what kind of game they're going to finally make. Right, right, right. So I, I've said this in the past. I said they're not going to. They don't need to buy EA because EA is already in bed with them. And now if Ubisoft does this, they're in bed with them, and they don't really need to buy them either, right? They're just on their service. Uh, I I don't know why you would play. Ubi- I don't know why you would pay Ubisoft its separate fourteen dollars a month. When you can just now play by you know by Game Pass and then have Ubisoft Plus, EA Plus, plus plus plus. But that seems right. but that seems to me that that kind of deal would have to be what engagement is like Ubisoft putting games on Game Pass for a separate fee within the system that Microsoft would have to pay them. That would mean that how it would have to be based on engagement numbers of how many people are playing their games, what they would get. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like a percentage, a percentage of hours played is paid directly to them because otherwise those games aren't doing anything anyway. Right. It's just a way for, it's just a way for Ubisoft to get a reoccurring revenue stream while they finally decide what the hell they're doing in the gaming industry because they ever, they ever make it They canceled everything they were going to make. So what what are they making? So while, while they're deciding what they're going to make, we need to float our old crappy games now that are over five years old onto us into a service system. So at least we get some money. Here, Does that make sense? Here, here's a list of all the games that that were leaked, right? So you have all the Assassin's Creeds: China, India, Russia, Remastered, Black Flag, Odyssey Origins, Rogue Master, Syndicate, Enzo Collection, Unity, Valhalla. Then you have Battleship, Boggle, Child of Light, Family Feud, Far Cry 3, 4, 5, 6, Far Cry New Dawn, Far Cry Prime. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, you, you have For Honor. You have a couple of little crappy games there. Uh, what, let's see. South Park. I'm not. I'm not going to say they're all. I'm not going to say they're all crappy. But the point is, no, is no, no. that yeah. these are games that nobody cares. Right. We they're, are they're past. past, hey, past we're this past this game. We're past it. So what is what is caught? What is putting these all games together? Like that's the only explanation I have. Is this you're is trying to get the bargain revenue. bin, Sarge. Hey. This is the bargain bin when you walk into Walmart. It's just a big pile of games and the thing you're looking for the one that you want to play. That's that's what this is now. This is digital bargain bin type of stuff but the difference is you're not buying them anymore you're just you're just trying them out you're just putting them into your system downloading right my them. my my time in the game through game pass is the revenue that they'll get through microsoft basically otherwise otherwise why do it right well krebsy krebsy's bringing it up in chat he says the more attached the game pass the higher price increase will be in the future soon it'll be 30 dollars a month I've, I've said this. I've said this, Krebsy. I've said it in the past. Absolutely. That the more value they put on there, they're going to have to raise the price, right? And that's this is exactly what they're doing. So uh, let's go with the next story. Well, 30, 30 bucks a month, bro. That's, uh, that's six a games a year. 
well, that's that's uh, that's three hundred and sixty dollars a year mm-hmm. per person. They, they they double. They go from what was it, two point seven or three point two billion to six point four billion, just like that. Just like that. Yeah. Yep. So, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Sarge, has done something that no other game has done before. Okay, and it's not what you think. Okay, so Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Dawn of the Ragnarok, and its composer, uh, Stephanie Ikonomuyu, I think that's how you pronounce the name. She's Finnish, probably. Go ahead. Have won the first Grammy Award for Best Score Soundtrack for Video Games and Other Interactive Media. So up until this point, no no game has ever won a Grammy for its music, and this is the first time a video game has actually beat other scores out uh, and it won an actual Grammy. So I'm not I'm not sure if that says more to the people who made the score for the video game or the problem of people who are making scores for other things. Yeah, I don't know, but that's pretty impressive, right? So, Congra- congratulations yeah, to so her. I, I thought I thought well, we're gonna put round of applause, round of applause, first video game. To ever win a Grammy for best score, right? So that's that's interesting. So yeah, so there you go. There's that news. Uh, the next story we got is games. This will be real fast, Sarge. Games that are supposed to release in 2023 but probably won't. I'm gonna give you a name, Sarge, and chat, and you say, "Yay, it is coming out," or "Nay, it's not coming out." Okay. So the game again is. I'm gonna give you a name. Of a game, and you tell me if it's going to come in 2023, yay or nay. It's not coming in 2023. We got, we got, we got it. This this won't be long. It's all the same answer. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, first one: Skull and Bones. Yay or nay? No. No, Skull and Bones does not come out this year. Okay, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yay or no? No. 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 Okay, we got uh, Pragmac- uh, Pragmata. Pragmata. It's like a it's like a horror game, I guess. It's uh no, no, okay, no, nay, nay. Starfield. It's a yes because they promise, and it's going to be on Game Pass. It doesn't matter. So Starfield, I say yay. It is going to come out, but it doesn't matter if it's complete or not. It's just nope. It's coming out regardless. Um, let's see what else we got here. Metro Prime Four. Yay or nay? Nope. No, no for Metro nope. Prime Four. Chat? Nope. Chat, what do you think? Metro Prime 4, yay or nay? <clears throat> if you think any of these things are coming out, you, 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 haven't been watching, you haven't been watching video games for the last couple of years. Big, uh, the, the, so did you, so, the, or sidebar, before you read any more games, sidebar. You heard that E3 was, was happening this year, right? But the five major companies who are all involved in E3 aren't going to be there. So what the hell are we talking about? What are we talking about? How how do they say in one breath that E3 is on, but I, the five major players that are in E3 aren't going to be there? So what are we doing? I I don't know why. Uh, I I don't know why they say they're going to be there. Like Microsoft hasn't been at E3 even when they were at E3. Like E3 is going on, but they have their separate venue during E3 in a separate venue. So I don't I don't understand. Microsoft hasn't been to E3 in like four years. Even when E3 was was going, they weren't at E3. It's just it's just bizarre. Uh, let's go back to the nose. Go ahead. Okay, Hollow Knight Silk Song, yay or nay? It's an independent no. game. No, I 
I think this might come out this year. I think that might come out this year, and that that's it. That's all the all, all the games. That's the last. Well, game. that was that was that wasn't tough at all. Starfield because it's not being sold, and everybody <laughs> else is a everybody else is a no because they say they're going to come out this year. Anybody that says they're coming out this year isn't coming out this year. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I, I think it's, Starfield. It's easier. Starfield and Silk Song come out. Uh, I don't. I don't know what. Uh, someone says Assassin's Creed probably will, but I don't know. That they're they might throw it out and it might be a buggy mess as well. What what they've been in conflict for the last three years about what they're gonna make. You think they scrapped together another Assassin's Creed game based on some kind of historical preference well, they're, they're making, and just pump pumped it out? They're making them smaller now. They're not as gonna be as large, supposedly. Oh, so you don't I don't have to run across that field for ten minutes? Yeah. Yeah. This this world is great. Speaking of games that, that have been worked on for an eternity, uh Dragon Age Okay, four or Dreadwolf is uh is uh got leaked out. I'm not gonna show sure. you anything about it. I watched sure. some of the stuff, right? So so far we got the fully reveal or full fully real time combat, plays like a hack and slash, combat inspired by God of War 2018, possibly no direct party control, much improved animations, fully single player, and twenty twenty three release unlikely. But I'm gonna tell you right now. We've been covering this game for the last five years, six years on this channel or on this show, I should say. Okay. Uh, Mark Daria, who was the lead of this game, uh, left that game to come over to Anthem and then went back to that game and then they moved. And I don't even think he works for the company anymore. I think he's at his own YouTube channel, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So think about that for a second. He was a game developer for Bioware, moved to Anthem, went back to Dragon Age, and then now he's a YouTuber. So, Nothing against Mark Daria. I actually like listening to his content. But the horror stories of what this game has gone through from what it was supposed to be, because before Anthem came out and then right after Anthem came out, there was rumors of this game using the same engine, and it was supposed to be a four-player co-op game like Anthem. Okay? It was using the Frostbite engine, and it was supposed to be a four-player game. They scrapped it two years in and started over, completely over. Some of the screenshots and stuff I looked at, it does look Destiny-esque type of stuff, but it is a single-player game, I, I I think, now. It's not lo no longer a co-op game. But I think it's losing its identity of what, what Dragon's Age was from originally, which made it so good, the first two anyway. The third one, not so much. Uh, and then now you have... Is it? Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I stopped after two, chat. Is this the fifth one or is this the fourth one? I, I it would be the fourth because the third one was Inquisition. That's right. Okay, so I, I just feel like uh, I'm gonna make sure I got that right. I think I'm there thinking. was a fifth. I think there was a fourth one. Unless it was a different name. Unless it was a different name. The Inquisition was the sidebar game. Was, I think there was a third one though. It was Dragon Age, Dragon Age Origins, right? Dragon Age Inquisition, and then. Now Dragon Age, and I guess it's called Dreadwolf. I don't know if that's the actual title. But uh, it looks decent, but I'm staying away from this game. This game, to me, they also got taken off of this game to move to Anthem and then brought back on. And then the people that went back to this game left this game to go work on the new Mass Effect game. So this game has always been, like, juggled. This will be the fifth game? Okay, Papa, thank you. So there's, there is another game in there that I'm missing. I forget what the name it is, but... So I'm staying away from this game. I, I didn't play the last three or two, 
and now this will be the third that I stay away from because it, it, the, the the cycle of this game is just I I don't know this put this game up there with Skull and Bones put this game up there with uh, you know the uh, the other games that have taken like they, seven years eight years and they just don't know where they are yeah but they don't they just don't respect their IP they they whoever's in charge now and I'm talking about multiple companies they treat the IP like it's just another product. They're not, they don't treat it with any kind of care or, or dignity at all. It's just a product. And if said product doesn't work, they just throw it away and we start again. Like they don't realize that the community is built around, or some people in the companies don't realize that the games have communities surrounding them. And that's what makes them popular and talked about and played so well. And if you're going to treat it like it's crap and you don't care about it, then why would the community care about it? Right. All right, so we we got we got Dragon Age Legends, Dragon Heroes of Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inquisition, Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Here you go. 2009. We have Dragon Age Origins. Okay. Then you have that is Dragon Age Two, came out. Then you had Dragon Age Legends, which I guess was an expansion. Then you had Dragon Age Dr- Heroes of Dragon Age. Then you had Dragon Age Inquisition. So. Is that Heroes in there? Is that the third game, or is that an expansion pack? So you had Origins, Dragon Age 2, Dragon Age Legends, and then Inquisition. So EA's website only shows four, including Dreadwolf. Okay, so that, that those are expansions then. So Acquis- um, Dragon Age Inquisition was the third one, and then right. this is the fourth one. Okay, thank you, Barry. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I don't, I don't know if there's four or five, but I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I'm not really excited for it, Sarge. Um, just like I'm not excited for this game that we're about to talk about, which is the day before. The day before, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm done talking about this game after today. Okay, the day before showed their trailer off. Okay, last week, and then they showed the person that was playing it after the fact, and. There's just so many things. Now the trailer Sarge that there that they showed, I'm not gonna show it because I, I don't I don't feel like promoting them. Uh but shot for shot, shot for shot, the trailer was Call of Duty Vanguard or Call of Duty, I think it was Vanguard, right? Shot for shot. The trailer. Yep. Okay. The assets that were used inside this game, I have no problem with people using assets. It wasn't it wasn't in Vanguard, it was another one, but yeah, the answer is yes. All right. The assets in the scheme, uh, Force Gaming does a does a, a a video of this. Okay, that I watched. I, I just started laughing. I have no problem personally with people using assets. Right to me, if you're an independent guy, instead of paying somebody to do the work for you, you're just buying their asset pack to put in your game. But this is the problem that I have with Unreal Engine Five going forward. As a, as a person that just plays games, I'm not a developer. As a developer, I said this even when Tim Sweeney said, it, I said, well, this is going to be a little weird because what you're going to have, you're going to have a lot more companies that come out like this where I have an idea for a game, but I take everyone else's assets and then make the game, okay? There's a difference between like what Daisy did and, and took, a, took it and made it in a mod of a game and then sold that game, okay? One game is fine, two games is fine, whatever, but when the whole industry starts using the same engine, Okay, and everyone's using the same assets from all these different games. So if it's a modern game, they're all using the same ambulances or the same fire trucks or the same buildings and the same gas stations. 
you start to lose the identity of what the games are. And then if it's a fantasy game, all of a sudden the the, the castles look the same and all of this. Obviously, they'll go back and they'll change up the the look of it a little bit, change the color, change the destruction of it or or whatnot. But for the most part, is they're just for every person that's making a game and trying to sell a game, there's going to be five people that are like, I'm going to make a game, throw all these assets in, make it look real pretty, and then try to sell it and and take one over on somebody. Okay, and it's going to happen. No, more, no substance. No substance. It's going to look beautiful, and it's going to be a hollow, just a hollow. You know, uh, what's that pastry that's out there that's really fluffy? It looks really delicious, but then as soon as you poke a hole in it, it just like freaking deflates because it's like it's completely hollow inside. I forget. It's a strudel. Is it a strudel? I don't. I, I don't know. But that's what yes. it feels like. It looks beautiful from the outside, but then as soon as you take a bite, it's just completely, completely empty inside. There's nothing. Well, su- souffles, souffles look amazing, but they're they're very delicate. <clears throat> Reese says, "I'm going to vote that this is real just to be just to be a rebel." Like, even if this game comes out, this game once it launches, November 10th. Okay. <laughs> This game will take two years to get what they showed you because they're going to listen to the community. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. They're, that game isn't gonna, coming out. They're going to listen to the community, Sarge. game's not coming out. There's so out. many things that are wrong with this that I, I, I mean it from this point on. We will no longer talk about the day before because we're not going to cover it because it's not news. It's not a game. Even if it comes out and you guys enjoy it, I'm done because it's insanity, the stuff that they did. The lies... The deceit, all of this. Just the copyright, the, the copyright. The story, just the stories on top of the stories so is just. The day before is is done, uh, at least for GXG. Uh, rumor, the coalition has canceled two games working on Gears of War Six. Now, why do you think they canceled two games, Sarge? Of, you know, we don't know the IPs, we know nothing, but they're still going to work on Gears Six. Well, Gear 6 is the last surviving IP from the original Xbox, and I think it's time we take it down. <laughs> it's been a long it's been a long time coming, and instead of having some game in the memory of kids growing up thinking about a cool ass game like Gears of War, I think it's time to bring it to the forefront and shit all over it and, and dump it into and the and dump it a, into the tra- shoot it in the head and put it into the trash give can. It a true Halo mm. send-off, right? Right. Yeah, make- that's what it Gears Gears Infinity. It, it doesn't matter if it's not going to make or break the franchise. Just throw it out on the game. Yes, it's the last one. They want to clean house. It'll they want to make sure that fine. they want to make sure that Xbox has no identity, so they can just make up whatever they want afterwards. No, it'll be fine, yeah. Sarge. They'll, they'll do the exact same landscape as Halo Infinite. It's going to be the exact same. Uh, come out. It'll get delayed. It'll get changed. They'll they, they, they'll take one third of the game out. They want to make it open world, but then instead they, Listen, they just look. Just be just be honest with yourself. Do we want to make two games that nobody knows about and and make them live service because you know they are right and try to push them out on people or or bring back a game that everyone loves when they grew up gears bro gears shoddy roll shoddy roll shoddy roll they're, they're right? trying to and make now, a they're trying to make a TV and, series out of it as well and and now it's time to to, to shoddy roll right into the trash can that's, that's exactly what's going that's right barrier gears of infinity war that's right that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it's going to be. Okay, same treatment. They're going to do the exact same treatment they did with Halo. They're going to come out and tell you that the game is not going to make or break the franchise. They're going to put multiplayer uh-huh. in there. They're going to add guaranteed, it up. guaranteed to be a transgender lead person. Guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed. Oh man, it's going to be guaranteed. It's going to be great. 
right? This is gonna be great. It's gonna it's gonna check up all the boxes. It's gonna have the Hogwarts. It's gonna have the Hogwarts bo- uh, the Hogwarts boycott, right? <laughs> right. All rolled into one. Yeah, it's good. I look. I had fun with Gears Five. It's just they're basically just just riding, like you said, sorry, dead horse. They're just they're like, what can you're we do? Ride that's it, gonna get you're gonna ride into the ground. Pass. Well, Gears of War Six, right? That's that's a good game. We'll put that on there. People know Gears. They'll hey, people charge, know Gears, you know, right? Well, we'll we'll hype it up and we'll gauge the pre-orders. And then three months before we release the game, or allegedly release the game, we realize that the pre-orders are not big enough, and then just scream, it's on Game Pass, well, no, don't no, worry no. about well, it. It's on Game Pass anyway. It's a first-party title. It's always going to be on Game uh, Pass. It's on Game Pass anyway. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That, that should be the, the motto. Gears of War 6. Why not? It's on Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> just, the ne- the uh, next one, Sarge, is, is, uh, is, is the Vagoda section. Okay? These are, these are all titles that are no longer with us that are like, no- we, have do, like we have to do a memorandum in memorandum right now <laughs> yeah this is so we don't have we don't have some cool music for the background no no we don't crossfire like X. sarah Mag- sarah mclaughlin in you the can, background you can sing something sorry as i as i name them off right? no i'll do the i'll do the sarah mclaughlin thing uh, in my head okay, okay don't don't do sarah mclaughlin we're gonna get we'll get pulled down don't, don't well, do it just obviously hum, my just, voice i can't just hum something i'm something Crossfire X is shutting down. Sales ending immediately. Okay. Other what, games. What, what, the, what the hell is Crossfire X? Yeah, don't worry you know about what? it, Sarge. Never worry matter. about it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It, was on, it was on Game Pass. Okay. Yep. Don't worry about it. Uh, other games that are also gone with live service games, Sarge, are Rumbleverse. Okay. That's that's also uh, that, that brawler that, that left. That, that game's gone. We talked about last week, Apex Legends Mobile. That's also gone. Battlefield Mobile, that's also gone. Crossfire X, Knockout City, uh, and there's also I think wait, there's there's one more. Where's the other game? Uh, Echo VR. Oh, and our favorite, Marvel's Avengers. So let's let's give them of a of a go to moment real fast. <laughs> I'm not crying. I'm laughing. I, 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 I I'm not. <laughs> I wish, I, wish had, I wish we had some music there. I, I'm I'm not right. <laughs> I'm not crying. I'm laughing. <laughs> Just... It's 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 ridiculous how all all of these uh, all of these games. How many IPs can you flush down the toilet in eighteen months? Well, here's the thing, Sarge. Are we seeing as a, as a last thing before our Q and A? There's no questions and answers, guys. If you guys have questions, make sure you submit your questions. It could be about a topic that we talked about on the show. It could just be a question for me and Sarge in general. Uh, but put them in. The, we have a little Q and A at the end here of the show. <laughs> so, Sarge, what do you think of the live service? Like, you see all these live service, right? And the live service games, no matter what game you play, like right now, forty-two year, uh, forty-two years, forty-two hours of my life this past week has been with Hogwarts Legacy, right? I can't, I can't stop playing. Doesn't matter if it's an MMO. Doesn't matter if it's a single player game. Doesn't matter if it's the PvP game. Whatever, right? Time is time. These live service games that were supposed to make this gigantic money piles of cash for each piles of cash because they're, they're geniuses. Yeah, right. yeah. What what do you think is happening with with live service right now? Well, it's 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 not too difficult. You you have to have a certain population of the people play your game every day, every day, in order for you to milk them, right? That's the way you make money on a live service game is you milk them, right? So if I as a normal person Let's just say you have a part-time job, not even a full-time job. Like I, I work maybe 15 hours a week, right? 
think about the fact that I'm going to school and I'm working 15 hours a week. How much free time do I have? So how many of these games am I bouncing around to? Right. On my phone or on my console that I'm going to keep giving money to? Like, it's unsustainable. It doesn't, it, it never made sense. They were all just trying to find the next greatest thing that they can milk people off of. And if you spend hundreds of millions of dollars to get all your teams to make live service games over the last four years, and now you have nothing to show for it because you know nobody wants to touch it. I, I'm happy to know that the industry is so healthy that we could take tens of companies with hundreds of millions of dollars and just flush the money completely down the toilet. Right. And everybody's still good. Like nobody's threatening chapter seven. We're all good. I just I'm throwing hundreds of million dollars in the toilet and we're just we're just making another game. Don't worry about it. Like I I'm surprised actually that it lasted as long as it did. But I it's it's not a it's not a the live service model is not a sustainable model for what they consider to be exponential growth. Right. I mean, I think we're still obviously gonna get I mean we have we have a suicide squad killer justice league. I would think that's a, a live service game. We would I mean we'll we'll maybe. see. Gotham we'll see. Knights looked like it was a live service game, and they switched it, on you know, since Marvel Avengers came out and bombed, basically. See, but I, I think that they're they're in a deciding moment right now, because if you're able to, I'm not saying this is for every company, but if you're able to make a game, and I'm going to use a bad example, but I'm going to deal with it. If you're lucky enough to make a game kind of like GTA, in which the fan base of the game is so incredible that you can make billions of dollars a month on microtransactions oh, with, with online, yeah. right? With online. That's the dream. That's what everybody wanted. But they're not Grand Theft Auto, right? Let, right. Me, let me finish. Let me finish. Grand Theft Auto took decades to build up. Right, it wasn't a success overnight. Decades. Yeah, yeah. It, okay. wasn't, it wasn't just a game that they woke up one day and said, here's the magic, let's go, right? Right. They made built up and a giant, and a giant fan base. Four. Right. So everybody's been chasing GTA, basically. And so now what you're left with is the realization from these lunatics in the upper echelons of gaming industry who think that every game can make money like this. And now we're at the point where the amount of time you're going to spend to make the game at least good enough to be a live service, even if it is good enough, people don't have enough time to be in that game for as long as you need them to be right. in order to make the money that you saw the game making, right? It's, it's always been for gaming, for us, is when we buy the game, we hyped up, we buy the game, we're ravenous, we chew into the game, and the game lasts maybe, depending on the length of the game, anywhere between two and like eight months. And, and unless it's something special where it's a multiplayer game where you guys can play over and over again, the game's done. Right. Right. But between two and eight months, you're cycling stuff. And when you play it out or you ravenously burn through it between two and eight months, you are done with the game. You're done. Right. right. So for every game to come out and be live service and they want every one of these games to keep up with content. Do you think I want to be playing the same game every every couple of weeks over and over again? I'm going to bounce between these games. I'm just going to do like this little ring around the rosy. Right, I'm gonna go. Uh, first, we'll play the, the fantasy fantasy RPG game. Then I'm gonna play the, the driving game. Then I'm gonna play the first person shooter game. Then I'm gonna play the multiplayer. And then go around the circle again. Right. Like, no, well, I play a game until it's done, and, and then I move, move on. on. Yeah. I move if, on. If, if you look at if you look at a lot of the games that are coming out recently, right? You have God of War. You have Spider Man. You have Horizon Zero. You have Ratchet and Clank. This is all just PlayStation, right? You have the Wolverine game that's coming out. 
You have the Wonder Woman game working on. You have the Iron Man game that's in production. You have the Captain America game that's in production. These are all single-player games. You have Jedi Survivor that's coming out. You have Hogwarts Legacy. You have... Uh, What's other other games, right? You have Atomic Heart that's coming out. You have a lot of games that are coming out that are single player games. And just five years ago, everyone's saying single player single games player are dead, games are out are, are dead. Single player but, games but are out. But think about this: it took three to five years to make these games. So when they said the games were dead, they were already working on single player games to come out now. Okay, so there was this like swing that never actually happened because there was single player games. There's always been single player games. Single player games sell more than multiplayer games, but Multiplayer games like Call of Duty uh, and uh, Battlefield and all those type of games, there's that PvP aspect of it. But more games than not that they are selling big now are not even selling. They're free-to-play games. Apex Legends, Fortnite, right? They're selling more skins. They're selling $3 billion a year on skins and whatnot. They're not selling $3 billion worth of games anymore, right? They're selling... But then you look at a game like like uh, God of War is selling 11 million copies. And that's a huge success, right? Like, so I, it's interesting to see where the swing is going. I don't think the swing ever left single player, but I see more single players coming out. And I think the more we get, even though there's a lot of games that come out broke and buggy, there's still those games that come out that are just solid. And you only play, the average person literally only plays three to four games a year. So if you're a PlayStation right. person, you literally just bought, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War, Spider-Man, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, what was the, the Japanese game? Uh, Tushima. Sekiro? Sek- 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 no, not Sekiro. The other one. Yoshima. Jesus Christ, my brain is... Ghost of Tsushima, thank you. Myself, right? So you bought four games right then and there over the last like, two years or whatever, right? And it's fantastic. Duplass is saying Stray, right? It, I, and I think yes, thank right, you. Right, but you right, but you play the game, right, and you move on, and then it's over. Right, you move on, right? These live service games, I think, have a lot of problems because uh, I know a lot of people that I know that still play Destiny to this day. They're burnt out. They're like, ah, I'm just done playing Destiny. Cause it's the same type of thing. Since I stopped playing Destiny, I felt like this whole world has shifted. Right, I'm playing so many other games and trying so many other games. If I was still playing Destiny to this day. I wouldn't have played High on Life. I wouldn't have played Hi-Fi Rush. I wouldn't have played Hogwarts Legacy. I wouldn't have played these games because you wouldn't have the time, right? Because I'm 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 taking that forty hours a week or twenty hours a week that I have, and I'm putting it towards that that one game. So I think that's the problem with live service games that they're there's just they want to keep you in time, but there's really no substance there, right? There's no substance with the live service, right? Games. True, just, true, true substance. substance. Yeah. It's 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 this homework assignment. Come back in to get your free your free right. prize right. and do your homework because if you do your homework, you get a free prize. Right? Like get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. So, <clears throat> all right, that goes on for the last story. Now we're gonna go to the Q and A section. There's not many questions. I'm gonna take one question that Jesse Mack put in the regular chat. He says, "In the future, do you think that the game service versus live service? Right? In future, do you think that games service versus live service?" Well, game service and live service are the same. So, no, I think he just means the difference between a game pass and a game that is forever online. I think is what he is what he means. Hmm. I'll get to your question, uh, Duplass, even though it's a uh, pointless question. Sort of I like think, live I, service I, games. I I think I think that games as a service is the end goal. They don't want you. They don't want to make. They don't want to have to make any product. Let's put it that way. Right. 
They don't want it. They don't want to have to make product. If I can make, think of it this way. If I can make a library of games, right? 30% of them are just whatever games, right? 40% of them is just staples that everyone likes to play. And that last 30% are the high-end games that have all the microtransactions in them. And I charge you 40 bucks a month or 50 bucks a month to just turn on your TV and play, right? Right? So 50 bucks a month, no big deal, plus microtransactions. And that's their, that's their dream. Their dream is to have no product. Their right. dream is to have everything, everything on the cloud, and I don't sell you any boxes. And whatever I sell that game for, I'm selling it for 100% profit. There is no bleeding. Whatever I sell it for, that's the amount it is. Right? That's their dream. All right, the first question, pointless question. Dupla says, "Do you wipe sitting or standing?" Well, that's a. I'm in like the middle. You can't. What do you wipe mean you're wipe? Sitting. You can't. Wipe what are you talking about? You have to hover. Yeah, you, you have, have to. to hover. Is this? Yeah. A, is this? A, is this a gaming question? Is, this a, is, this, is yeah. he talking about a shit bucket? Yeah, uh, maybe a shit is, bucket. Is it, he, he's he, talking about the shit maybe bucket. Maybe a shit bucket. All right. Next question is: If Microsoft from Krebsy says, "If Microsoft wants to keep tradition, what enemy does Marcus sleep with with Gear Show?" <laughs> He's 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 making it like uh, the Halo show that came out. I never watched it, but apparently he sleeps with the enemy. So he wants to know. Do you it think, makes sense. Do you think he would sleep with the locust? You no, know, a, a a a trooper bred for combat only knows combat. You know, have a love affair. That's right. Because we because we have to get the we have to get the females who like the show. Otherwise, we can't have a show. <laughs> yeah. Mark is just just gets right in there with yeah. the locust. Yeah, because 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 the gaming the industry queen. the game the gaming industry is is almost a trillion dollar industry and I'm sure half of the people are women. Uh the next question by Krebsy again. Uh how much will Hogwarts Legacy Studio get bought for? And do you think that WB would sell Harry Potter brand? And if so, how much? Hmm. Wait, wait, take, read the first part again. So how much do you think Hogwarts Legacy Studio would get bought for so avalanche software and port key is who made the game How if much w you... if wb was in trouble for whatever reason they would leverage they would leverage the studio that hogwarts that could see in five seconds yeah well they are they're in trouble w wb doesn't give a crap all they know is oh did you they're, make they're a 50, toy did you make a toy for us they're 50 did you make a toy for us right so they're, yeah they're they're they... all 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 hogwarts legacy just did is make the price for their studio go up for WB to sell them. That's all that, that's all that happened. Right. Well, here's the second part of the question. He says, uh, so do you think WB would sell Harry Potter brand? And if so, for how much? No, I don't think Harry Potter, because Harry Potter, the IP itself is is worth a billions. Like billions. I would say Star Wars sold for four four point two billion in two thousand twelve. Harry Potter even though with the Fantastic B series not doing as, as good as the original Harry Potter, they're talking about rebooting Harry Potter, right? Because that's, that's the number one bread and butter, right? They have a theme park here in, in Universal Studios. Uh, they're building another part of the theme park and the other part of the park. Like, it's billions. I would say that the Harry Potter brand goes, it's, it's I, I would say $12 to $15 billion. Oh, come on, bro. Not that much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 10, 10, I would say, uh, yeah, I'll stick with it. 12 to $15 billion it would sell for. God, I think you're overpricing it. I, it's worth a lot, but not that much. You don't think it's worth uh, more than what, what, what Star Wars was? And uh, here. And it's in its heyday? Well, Star- we've, been, we, we've been making Star Wars products since here, I was born. Here. Okay. What was, uh, let's see, 4.2 billion. We don't, we don't, we don't got to make this difficult. I'll say eight, but there's no way we're in double digits. Well, here. It, That's it, crazy. 
4.2 billion in 2012 or 4 billion dollars in 2012 is 5 5.1 billion now. Right, exactly. All right, so not that yeah. much. Yeah, easy. Easy. All right, so then I'll, I'll I'll change it. I'll go to 10, 10 billion. It's still too much. I don't think so. Not that, WB thinks it's worth that much. That's, that's, uh, that's I, I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll say that WB believes it's that much, no, but it's not that. That's much. that's what the Harry Potter's worth. That that whole franchise. That's nine nine films, eight films. Well, no, uh, 10, seven 11, was 12. two parts. Yeah, seven 12, was two 12 parts with the Fantastic Beast films. Plus, they're going to reboot it. I'm telling you, they're going to reboot that whole fucking series. They're going to reboot nine Harry, movies. Harry Potter. Yeah, they're going to they're going to reboot it. Why? Because they have just to. watch the just watch <laughs> the originals. What do you mean uh, reboot? They're gonna reboot it. They're in the talks already about rebooting it. Why? Why are you messing with perfection? The the series was good as it is. Just let it be. Just let it be. Next question. Let right. it be. Next question. What would be the headline if Hogwarts wins Game of the Year? With the success of the game, do we think Harry Potter TV show? So there's two questions again inside there. What would the headline be for Hogwarts wins Game of the Year? Mm. I think if one give me a couple minutes here. Yeah, I'll, I'll say one off the top of my head. Uh, let's see. Tr- trans lose no. their minds. No, no, that's, no. that's 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 what it would yeah. be. You're gonna do a, like a pun. You're gonna be like yeah. uh, uh, the head the headline for game of the year. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Do you have a good one? Or keep, no, keep, good one? go to the next question. I'm well, thinking. The, well, the next question is, do you think the success of Harry Potter, would there be a Harry Potter TV show? You know what? I think WB would probably do that because they'd be desperate. So and it would be a, it would be a, it would be a series. It would be a series that lasts maybe like two or three seasons. And then it would get too woke. And then they have to cancel it. Uh, Reese says transphobia triumphs. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one, Reese. That's what it would Reese, be. Reese wins. That's that's a good one. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what it would be. And it would it would show like a like a face like super red on the on the cover and with Hogwarts. I I think Hogwarts is going to sell ridiculous amounts of uh of game. There's going to be a lot of people that buy it that don't play it just to buy it. A reboot, a reboot of the most amazing series ever. Just they have no ideas, bro. I mean, they have zero ideas. WB is fifty billion dollars in the hole, and they need something. I know. That's why I said they would sell that game company you, you in a second. You can't make fifty billion dollars off the same movie being resold. You got to reboot they, it. They, they, oh my god, dude, you got to reboot it. And then Disney goes, "Did you see what you see? What WB is doing? They're rebooting Harry Potter. We've got to reboot Star Wars. <laughs> right, right, right. That's exactly what would happen. That's exactly what's gonna happen. That's exactly what would happen." Yeah. But the, of course, Disney will switch it, and it'll be Leia's story and not not Luke's story. They just they just swap the whole thing. And the last thing I heard was they they said that Luke's gay now. Oh, is That's he? Last thing I heard. I I think so. I I don't pay attention to the internet anymore. That's what happens when you kiss your sister. <laughs> <laughs> you gay. You're gonna gay up the guy. Kiss your sister. That's, That's what happens when 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 it does it. He did. Listen, he didn't know, and it wasn't open mouth. Of course not. I mean, I would have done it. He didn't know it wasn't it wasn't open mouth. Let's not get crazy. It was in the moment. It was in the moment. And then it felt weird. I'm sure as soon as she kissed him, she's like, "I know this guy." <laughs> like as soon as she did I it, I think she she noticed brother. it. Yeah. What, what what other movie was like that? There was there was there was a movie. 
say Kiss. How, was... how, how many movies about Kiss and Brothers are you are you watching there, bro? Oh no, no, I'm thinking of Goonies when uh, when uh, she kisses Mikey instead of uh, Todd. No, not Todd. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not believing that for a second. If you're kissing, you're, if you're kissing your teenage boyfriend or you're kissing a ten year old, <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you know the difference. <laughs> Right, I'm pretty sure you know the difference. He had braces. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know the difference, right? Like, he's like, "Why did you get braces? You just, what do you mean? You're my boyfriend. Like, how would you not like know you, that? Like, you didn't know I had braces? Yeah. Let's be honest. She's a little bit of a she's a player. Let's just be honest. Damn you, Goonies! <laughs> That's what they. You know, they're they're trying to do a uh, a sequel to that now. Uh, well, why do a sequel when you can just reboot it? That's true. First, you got to do the sequel. Then you can reboot it. That I, I think the record for for going as long as we can for a sequel is Top Gun, and I don't think we're trying to beat that. Remember when? Remember when Back to the Future from one to two was like an eternity, and it really was only like what six years. What was for which one? Back to the Future one to two. Was yeah. It, was it only six years or was it eight years? Oh no, that was a long time, bro. I don't think it was that. Okay. Yeah. On. Yeah. Look it up. It's a long time. And for for a sequel, is a long time. Well, there we was didn't... there was no sequels back then. Like Star Wars that, was. That's it. correct. Yeah. That's correct. So, nineteen eighty five was the first one. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, and the, and second, the second one. one... Yeah, go ahead. Release you're gonna be scared. Was uh, Back to the Future two release date? You're gonna be scared. Eighty nine. No, yeah, it was. It was only four years. Four. Four years, and I remember. That's a long. That's a remember, long time. I know. Back then, it was a freaking eternity. That's, that, that's an eternity. Right? That's what I said. I remember the people were like, four years. We just had Avatar two 13 years after Avatar one. Okay, and people were freaking out about Back to the Future two, going, "Oh my God, it's four years! It took so long to get the movie." And meanwhile, Avatar thirteen years, and Top Gun thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like no one's beating Top Gun. That thirty-two. Well, no one's beating Top Gun. What What was uh before Top Gun? It was it was Star Wars. Star Wars came out in in eighty two, <laughs> right? Eighty two, and the last one came out nice in two thousand. Nice one, barrier. Nice one. <laughs> Can we do a Star Wars remake? And AMC can charge seventy dollars for the perfect seats. <laughs> Uh, Disney's making My Little Mermaid 2023 too. That's right. That's right. They have to re. Here's here's this, here's the crappy part about Disney. Not only did they make movies off of free IPs, right, from the Grimm stories, but then they're redoing the movies that they already did, but now live action. But here's the best part: they're not even live action. They're still animated to look like live action, right? They made like The Lion King and The Jungle Book. They're still animated. It's CGI. It's animated. They're making live action animated. What? And people are like, oh, it's so good. So good. It's just just go watch Jungle Book. Pinocchio. Like it's so so good. people are people are brain dead. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait six years to watch a movie that's already been out that came out. It was amazing when it came out. I don't wanna watch that one. I wanna watch the new one. See, but that's just it. Like I didn't Don't get me wrong, there's there are movies they redo that are better than the originals, like Judge Dredd. Name it. Judge, Name it. Judge Dredd. That wasn't a re- that wasn't that wasn't a reboot. That was an apology. But but that is a reboot though. That was an apology. It was a reboot. It was okay. an apology. It's the, different. The Sylvester Stallone one is worse than the new one. The new one is a really good Judge Dredd. 
but that's that's the outlier. Like you can't say other reboots of other things are are better than the originals, right? Total Recall was crap compared to the original Total Recall. Right? It's always crap. <clears throat> Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two. Is that a is that a reboot? So well, mm. is that kind of as a reboot though, Crispy? That's not that's not a reboot. That's a that's a sequel. No, well, uh, isn't it? It's been many years, Crispy. Yeah, exactly. Movie? Yeah, it is the same movie. A little, a little differences here and there, but it's I still, never, still, I B, never, still, I it's still a B roll. I never saw. It. Still a B roll though. It's still B roll. It's a horror movie from back in the day. It's a B roll. So yeah. Like I just, I just can't. Like if you, if you take another movie, I'm trying to think of another movie that they do. Like if, if Goonies came out and there was a reboot of Goonies, I would just go watch the regular Goonies, because I don't, I, you can't, you can't do it. Army of Darkness was a sequel. Ah, oh, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, same Rami. Then he was, he was the shit back then, definitely. This Sam is- Raimi. Sam Raimi is another artistic guy. He was ahead of his time. <clears throat> One week ago, M- Mulan came up with a friend and I and I asked if a good one or a bad one and her she said there's a there's a bad one we didn't even know about the live action one <laughs> yeah not many people did it, it lost it lost a lot of money it lost a lot of money uh I think there's one more question Sarge one more question or two more questions uh Reese says uh, why do we have a shit bucket um because people are too lazy to get up uh of when you're playing because when you're playing a game like battlefield yeah. with your boys or, on a or, weekend or, wow you don't walk away to go to the bathroom so you have a shit bucket yeah i've never shat in a bucket for video games but right you, you just sit on the bucket while you're still playing take a shit that's a shit bucket that's what a shit bucket is and then the last question comes from krebsy again <laughs> what kind we of should, question is this we should just call krebsy questions because that's the only person that submits questions is krebsy uh, what do you hope spawns from the AI wars, starting with Chat GPT being out into Bing and Google uh, going code red to fight? I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know anything Nightmare. about this. I do know that uh, about the AI. As far as there's AI out there that can write, shoot, and and uh, and and draw. Right. So you can have an AI make the storyboards for you. You can have an AI write the script for you. And then you can have an AI make the previews for you, all based on just descriptions. Of I can't. I can't wait for. I can't wait for Hollywood to hire AI to write a movie for them, and they try to pawn it off as their own. And then the AI re- realizes that it's trying to be pawned off on, and then assassinates the people that steal the movie from it. <laughs> and then that's the and movie. Then that's, and then that becomes the, the movie. movie, right? That's, and then that becomes the movie. That's the actual movie. That that'd be a perfect script. That, that it would be a perfect script. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that will do it for us over here on Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories of the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 343 is in the can. We do appreciate you very much for coming out. Please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And if you didn't like the show and you're still here after two hours and 20 minutes, I, I don't know what to tell you. you hit, a, hit a thumbs down, thumbs up, something. Just... Make sure that number is equal <laughs> of the people that watch to the pick a pick a thumb. Uh, we do this every single Thursday night. Well, for 48 weeks, usually we, a, a year. Uh, so if you like what you see here, you can help us out by hitting the share, like and subscribe button. If you'd like to go above and beyond that, you can hit the membership button is the 499 uh, helps us out. It goes towards 
you know, helping me do all this stuff and continue doing all this stuff. Uh, if you don't want to do that, uh, it's okay. We do this for free. Uh, we do appreciate everyone coming out and joining us in the chat each and every single week. We do have a podcast, audio versions of it. I said it in the beginning of the show. Each episode up until February 20th, this episode right now, 343, once I'm caught up, once we do the show, it'll be on like two days later. But February 20th, this show will be live. And up until February 20th, uh, every day up until February 20th is each episode that I'm backlogged on will launch every single day on the audio versions of the podcast. And you can watch it or listen to it on any podcast platform. You can also go to Spotify. You can also watch the video uh, on Spotify as well. Appreciate you very much for coming out, hanging out with us, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Uh, Podcast tomorrow on on Lono's channel. Uh, I'll be there, and I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll probably talk about Hogwarts Legacy. So you guys have a good one. Peace. Game on, guys. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.